developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big Husky Kids. I'm saying we can make a killing. I don't think we can. With our half-dead hot pot. Is <laughs> I what we would call That's the name of the restaurant. Half-dead hot pot. Yeah. Half dead hot pot. Mm, that sounds so gross. Everything we bring to the table is slightly alive. <laughs> Everything. And then we finish the job right there at the table. Right. You can't get fresher. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Mm. Got a lot of things today. It is Booze Cart Friday. It is Sweatpant Friday. Yes. It is also Find Out Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know if this will be a regular occurrence, but we decided that today, you know, the old adage, F around and find out. There's an old saying <laughs> back in Texas, probably Tennessee, <laughs> fool me once, mm-hmm. F around and find out. That's right. So we want, we want you to tell us. Sometimes where maybe you effed around and then found out, or the best example you can think of. Maybe it's not. Maybe it didn't happen to you. Someone you know. Someone you know. Maybe someone in sports. Yeah. Effed around and they found out. Le'Veon Bell effed around and he found out. He sure. pretty much talked about it this week, saying yeah. he regrets sitting out that season. He regrets leaving the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, who the hell knows? Maybe his career winds up pretty much the same way. He had a lot of touches early in his career. Maybe he comes back, plays for the Steelers, and he. Plays like he did for the Jets badly, yeah. Yeah. and then that he goes away. Maybe that doesn't happen, but he effed around. He found That's out, effing around and finding out. I did see this, or did see this. I remembered this from back when I was a kid. When, back when I was banging. All right, we used to live next to a uh, a family that had two big, loud Rottweilers. Okay, now these dogs never they bothered me when I was a kid. We had a basketball hoop in our driveway. And I would go out and shoot hoops, and these dogs would always be at the fence, and they would always bark. But I always thought they were just barking. They looked intense, but I even back then as a kid was like, they're just barking because they want to, they're dogs. They just, they want to, they want to say hi. That's how I viewed these dogs. Maybe they wanted to rip my face off. Yeah, probably. Okay. So there was, on the other side of their house was the street. Like there was a, a, they lived on a corner. We lived next to them on the corner. So there was a side street where you could walk down by the other part of their fence that was parallel to my driveway. And there used to be a guy that I would see sometimes out. Guy had to be an adult. I don't know how old he was, late 20s, early 30s. Again, I was like 10 when this all happened. But I remember this dude multiple times would come by and like the dogs would come over and he would walk up to this fence, which was four feet high. The dogs couldn't get over it, but it was chain link. He would taunt the dogs. He'd kick it. 
Oh. Like if they, if they came up, we'd be like, shut up, and then kick the fence, and then they'd bark and go crazy and be like, ah, you know, and he'd just keep walking. Well, there was a gate at the end of the, you know, line of the fence where the dogs would follow him down. They'd get to the gate. They'd push on the gate. Gates locked and shut. So what um, do you think? Until what do you think happened one day? It wasn't. One day, the, the dogs go down the fence. He's yelling at him. He didn't kick the fence this time, but he's just yelling at him. And all of a sudden, they hit that gate, and it pops open. What happened to him? I don't know. Mauled what, to death. No. What I know is he... I heard him screech, like cussing at them and screaming at them. I hear the dogs barking and I heard it for, cause I'm listening. Like what is going to happen? Are they going to stop? Is he going to run back the other way? I heard the dogs barking for like a minute. And then I, I, it faded into eternity as far as I know. And this guy ran and I mean, he must've got away from them. There's a chance he's dead though. I don't think so because the next day dogs were back in the house. Well, the, yeah, but did you see the guy again? I assume if he would have been killed by dogs, they wouldn't have been able to keep the dogs. Well, how do you know? Well, fair enough. Maybe not. Maybe First of all, ever- maybe the dogs killed him, mm. left him there, and no one then, found him. No then one they cared. went back and shut the gate. <laughs> and when the dogs police came smart. asking questions, the dog says, dogs know. are smart. Look, man. Yeah. Gate's shut. How do we get out? Prove it. Yeah. Prove it. My parents were always terrified of these dogs, but I actually in that moment was like, that was all deserved. That guy, it's one thing if they bark and you're just like, all right, dogs. And they, they would bark at me for a few minutes and then they just go away. This guy, whenever he came by and would poke at them, they would go nuts. So he eventually found out. And I was, I was actually thrilled that that happened. I had a situation. I think I've told this before. When I was a, a kid, I lived with my grandparents. We lived in a two flat house. We lived upstairs. Mom, dad, me, sister. Yeah. Grandma and grandpa lived downstairs in the basement was sort of the common area. And we had a second kitchen down there. My grandmother and my mom would make tons of Christmas cookies down oh, there. Oh, yeah. On I, a little Formica table. We had sure. an oven down there in the in the basement. And my grandmother would make these fig cookies, these Italian fig cookies. Oh, that sounds delicious. Good. My mom still makes them and they bring back good memories, except for this one. I don't know. I was probably six. Seven years old. This is not good parenting. I don't recommend this. Although I did learn my lesson. I did F around and I found out. Okay. So I go down there and they would make these little slits in the cookies. And the way that they achieved this was with a razor blade. And so there was a razor blade sitting on the table down there. And I, you know, went to go pick it up. And my mom said, do not touch that. That's sharp. Sure. Well, in my mind... I associated sharp with something pointy, like a knife, of course, or a sword. I just looked at this flat piece of metal, and I said, how could this be sharp? How could this possibly hurt me? Right. And so I said, that's not sharp. That's not pointy. And she said, go ahead. Pick it up. Try it out. Yeah. So I picked up the razor blade, and I sliced my finger open on the razor blade. Oh, no. And she said, Ah. Then, then she took me and bandaged me I was up. Say, then you passed out and everybody had to go to the hospital. But, and again, bad parenting. However, I effed around. And you found out. I found out. That's right. So you can text us, 614-787-3093, or you can tweet us, F around, and find out. I just saw this on Twitter from our good friend, Jeremy Clarkson. Hello, I've accidentally painted a, a gentleman's sausage on a storm drain. Hmm. Uh, The tweet reads as follows. 
F F F F F. Now he uses the full right, words. Sure. There's been a massive C up, screw up, <laughs> screw up. Yeah. And as a result, there's a very slim chance some of our Hawkstone cider bottles might, there's no easy way of saying this, explode. If the cap has the code L3160, open it underwater, <laughs> pour it away, and get in touch for a refund. Really sorry about this, but on the upside, the beer is fine and still delicious, as is the cider in bottles that are unaffected, which is almost all of them. Mm. So but there is a chance. So he sells beer. Is that what this is? Beer and cider okay. under this Hawkstone. And then apparently brand. something has happened with the... Sometimes, I don't know if this is it. I know with bottles of beer, they sometimes will... Um, there's a little bit more fermenting or aging that goes on in the bottle. And sometimes there's a little bit of a, they put something in there to keep that process going. Mm -hmm. And maybe they put a little too much of that in or something. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, I just found that humorous. There's a slight (laughs) chance that it may explode. Mm. That's all. Mm. And then glass shards get into your eyeballs and you die. Yeah, that would not be good. I would would not want to die by drinking a beer... And having it explode on me. What a way to go. That's terrible. I would like glass shards to get into my eyeballs when Ohio State plays Sparty this year. Why is that? Because Ohio State has officially announced and they have shown pictures of the all gray uniforms they're going to wear. Look, I know that most of you listening actually enjoy this stuff. More power to you. I This isn't as offensive as some of the other stuff that I've seen, I can't stand when they F around and find out with the helmet. Sure. You know, right. I, I don't I like touching the helmet. I'm not a big fan of this all gray. You know, I think the Detroit Lions look like idiots every time they wear the all gray. But I know that we're in 2023 and this is what people have to do. And this is what Nike expects when they give you a bunch of money to be their official school is that you have to do stuff like this. I get it. However, I'm never going to change. And I don't like this stuff. You know, I'm usually with you that I don't like But you like these, don't you? You know why? Teddy likes them too. Here's why. Because they actually remind me a bit of when the Buckeye basketball team wears the grays, the silvers, whatever they're calling those, where the actual numbers being scarlet, and then the the uniform itself is all gray, and the the numbers are the same color as Scarlet. They're not. They didn't do anything weird with that. Remember when they had gray uniforms before? They did this, and they had black numbers. Yeah, and that looked to me. Yeah, at least, stupid. I, didn't, at least I didn't do that. You're this right. This looks more like what it actually. If they said this is a tribute to the Buckeye basketball team, I would say I totally 100 percent see it. I'm not sure that that's what this is, but it looks awesome to me. This is one of the few alternate jerseys I would ever consider purchasing because I think it looks that cool. No, those gray jerseys with the the black numbers. No, I, re- I remember. How does that even look like Ohio State? Paul Keels wanted to kill himself <laughs> because up in the press box, he could not see the numbers clearly they were too on the close jerseys. Together. This at least has the scarlet on the gray. They stick out. It pops a little bit. Yeah. So he shouldn't have a problem. This basically looks like they're white jerseys, but instead of white, like everything else is same with the numbers and the piping yeah, and, and all that. And the helmet's the same. Yeah. And they just put, instead of it being white, it's just gray. And I think that actually has a bit of a classy look. I am with you though. That you, you're Ohio State, you don't need a gimmick. No. But I'll tell you this. If they'd never done an alternate uni ever, let's say this entire time they've started doing this for 20 years now, they've been doing this crap. If they'd never done one and this was the first time in 2023, they said, all right, we'll do an alternate uni and this is the one they launched with. 
I don't think you'd hate it as much. Yeah, maybe I, you, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, I think part of your residual bitterness towards the... I just have PTSD. 18 of these that they've done that sucked, or mostly sucked, or they turned the cannonball helmet or whatever. That's where I think this is coming from. And I don't blame you for that. I'm just saying, on its own, I like this. All right, big one tonight. We'll talk about it next. And it's Find Out Friday. F around and find out. Tune out. F around and find out. Mm. Three hours. Mm. Stay here all day or you'll find out. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Traffic sponsored by Staples Stores. And a happy Friday to you. We started with a crash. Cleveland southbound before 270. Looks like police are on the scene of a fender bender occupying your right lane. And let's move over to the westbound 70 side at a 71 East Split. That's another fender bender off to the left berm. Staples has big savings on everything you need for school. And right now, save up to $250 on select computers. At Staples, school savings are always in session. In-store only. Offer ends July the 29th. See an associate for details. School on. Save on at Staples. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Best known for their contributions to the fast food breakfast world. This is Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Find Out Friday. What does that mean? F around and find out. Maybe that happened in your life. Maybe a friend of yours. You have a story to tell. Maybe in the world of sports you want to remind us. The F around and find out. I had a, a situation back when I was banging. I was dating a girl named Danielle. Okay. And one thing that I used to do was climb on top of her, relax, G-rated. Okay. And tickle her. Oh, I see. She would laugh hysterically, and it was funny. And one time I was tickling her, and she was telling me to stop. I did not stop. And she peed. Oh. All over the floor and me. Oh. And... Sure she's glad you're sharing this story now on a big-time radio show. Whatever, man. That was... 25 years ago now. Yeah. Who who doesn't among us? She's probably forgotten about it. Probably doesn't it was haunt my her. fault. It wasn't probably her fault. Probably doesn't haunt her She dreams. told me to stop. I didn't stop. I know, but she's the one who ended up, you know, having the issue that now is the embarrassing memory. No, it's fine. All right. Well, you know what, though? You you found out. I did. Yeah. I asked around. Good. I found out. By the way, Craig tweeted us a good one. Uh, he said, Robin Ventura definitely effed around and found out with Nolan Ryan. Absolutely. That's, there's a That's an example that... Couldn't do better right there. He uh, And he's he's talked about that where he, he said as he was doing it, he <laughs> was thinking as he was charging the mound, yeah. he was thinking to himself, what am I doing? I'm, this is not going to go. That's well. Nolan Ryan. This is a bad idea. Not afterwards as he's running out there. Yeah. But then he started at that point. Yeah, you can't just stop. Halfway you just stop. Go- put your arm up and say that. Ah, sorry. Well, I've thought better of it now. I would guess if you run halfway out to the mound for Nolan Ryan and then stop and say, never mind, old man. He's still going to come he beat comes your ass. after you and says, now you're going you're gonna to tell me you wouldn't even come after me? That's even worse for Nolan Ryan, who, by the way, just a little aside, Nolan Ryan is not 
quite in the Jim Abbott level of why don't we talk more about that guy just because Jim Abbott did what he did at the major league level with one hand. But of the two-handed pitchers that have ever pitched in Major League Baseball, uh, we don't talk enough about Nolan Ryan. And I know everyone knows Nolan Ryan's name and how great he was, but the man played for 27 years. Yes. Pitched for 27 years. Arguably the hardest thrower we have ever seen in Major League Baseball. We don't know for sure because they have different ways of measuring this. And Bob Feller, a lot of the time when he's you know pitching, they couldn't measure how hard he threw. There are other guys we don't know how hard they threw, but generally speaking, Nolan Ryan is considered one of the hardest throwers ever, and he pitched from 1968 to 1993. I know, it's unbelievable. 68 to 93. (laughs) It's unreal, man. And he was good in each of those decades. Oh, yeah. He he had his first year in the league, he had 15, he was 6 and 9, 15, so I guess that's 15 starts. He probably had a few no decisions, whatever. Last two years in the league, five and nine, five and five, which again is not great. Yeah, he was an old man. Yeah. and had 45 an, years old. Had an ERA under five for both those years. I'm just saying, it wasn't like he was throwing so poorly that they were like, my God, this guy, what a loser. And then didn't he blow out his arm in 93? I think so. And that was it. Yeah. Blew out his elbow and that he was all done, but was getting MVP votes into his 44-year-old season. Let him live. <laughs> this guy was just a machine. All right, we got a big one tonight. U.S. Women's National Team starts up the World Cup with a matchup against Vietnam, 9 o'clock on Fox. Mistakenly, I thought this game was 9 o'clock this morning. Yeah, I should so be confused. flipping around the guide, going nuts, trying to figure out why I couldn't watch this damn game. Then I went online. I probably should have done that originally. And then saw my mistake, felt like an idiot, and put the British Open coverage back on. Oh, that's all right. But I'll be there tonight. You're gonna watch until tonight? I fall asleep at nine fifteen. There you go. I'll be there. Yeah, this is this is uh, should be. I'm not trying to jinx this or anything, but this should be a game that for the women's team they should be able to win fairly handedly. Well, Teddy guaranteed it. Teddy said, "Guarantee seven to nothing. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank." I mean, I have seen predictions. I think the Fox Soccer people did this, where they had all their panelists. Uh, make their predictions before the game. And the predictions I saw were nine goals for the U.S., seven yeah. goals for the U.S., five and five. Okay. So they expect high scoring for the U.S. For Vietnam, right. not so much. And this is partially a product of they've expanded the field. So Vietnam, I believe this is one of their first appearances at a World Cup. Okay. But also the U.S. is the best team on paper in the country. And this are in the world world. and in the country of the U.S. They're also the best in the U.S. because they're the only one. I would just say, even though this team has a lot of talent on it, they are missing like four or five, the U.S., four or five really good players due to injury. If they went into this tournament with all fresh faces, no one had ever played one World Cup game, the U.S. would probably still be favored in this tournament. That's how good people believe the U.S. system is. And they're not wrong. This U.S. team is extraordinarily talented. It is Find Out Friday. This is from the burner phone, Jeff's Gentleman's Sausage. He said, I effed around and find out if you piss your wife off by pulling pranks on her, she will put itching powder all over your underwear. Oh. Let me tell you, she won. Can't stop digging in cracky and sacky. (laughs) Crack, cracky and sacky is cracky probably one of my sacky. favorite things. Yeah, that's good. I did see also uh, listeners Fawn and Derek 
who listen to us quite frequently, tweet the program. We appreciate that. I saw that they, yesterday, they rode their bikes somewhere in the dinner hour around Columbus last night. Okay. And I saw uh, pictures they'd posted where they got out to the dinner spot, had dinner, whatever they were doing, and then on their way, as they were getting ready to leave, remember a big line of storms rolled through central Ohio last night? They got stuck in that. That's not really effing around, but you, they did find out. They got soaked. They did make it back okay. They the the pictures showed, but they were drenched. I can't imagine being on a bike in all that crap last night. That would have been very harrowing. All right, Teddy, we've got uh, golf today. Matt Kuchar update. No, this probably has nothing to do with Cooch, but this is our golf open, regardless of Cooch. Mm-hmm. I was watching some of the coverage today, Teddy. Yeah. Who's the American guy who's in the lead? Running away with it? Brian Harmon. He's got a five-shot lead. He's 10 under par. He shot a uh, 65 today on fire. Lefty. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> That's good. I don't know. I was hoping you'd give me something else, Teddy. Else. What, well, I can tell you some of the other guys yes, out here. Yes, please do. Well, Cooch not playing. Not playing. No, However, you know, that. one of our guys is playing. Jordan I- Spieth. Spieth! Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, two under. He finished even par for the day. He's tied for seventh, so eight shots back, but he's only three shots back at second place. He's in the hunt. So, yeah, he just needs, uh, everybody needs Brian Harmon to have a bad day tomorrow, but uh, everybody else, you know, if that happens, everybody's in this. There's a lot of guys here. What, what are they projecting the cut at? This morning it was plus two. It's at uh, plus three. Plus three, and all right. here's another guy, local hero, Jason Day. He's, he's doing well today, He's right? at three under par, yeah. tied for fourth, mm. so yeah. good day for our local guy. Good day for him. How's Taylor Gooch doing? Gooch. I don't think he's in it. He is well, not in it to make it. I think he's. It says he's tied for 109. Okay. Well, we don't care says. about him much anymore. That's he's, right. Yeah. He's yeah. not. He's not making the cut. No, I, that's Hell fine. with him. He's not the cooch. How's Brooksy? Uh, Brooksy, I don't. Where, do you see him bone? I think he was around like even par or no, one. I was just. I was just looking at Gooch over here. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. You're checking out the. Okay. I was just looking at Gooch. <laughs> just leave it at that, Ted. Okay. Just How's uh, Wyndham? Huh? Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark. He Wyndham? finished uh, one one under. Yeah, he's tied for ten. All right, so he's going to make the cut. Oh, oh yeah, he's doing really know. well. He's top ten. Wyndham. What, who is Wyndham Clark? Clark. Why, why? Why should I know that name? He won uh, the last major. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I see how much I'm paying attention to it. That's good. Remember Wyndham Clark and his brother Sheridan Sweets? <laughs> That's so dumb. I, I do. Of course, re- it's dumb. It's not yeah. going to stop me from doing. it. I do it. remember his sister La Quinta. My gal. <laughs> Love her. <laughs> She's so good. She is really talented. You got to watch her on the LPGA. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is hanging out with The Rock. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. An update for you on an earlier problem spot. Traffic sponsored by Staples Stores. We're talking about Cleveland Avenue southbound before 270. Now you've got police and wreckers on the scene. Then watch for slowdowns because of a collision along westbound 70 at the 71 East Split. It is off to the left berm. And speaking of slowdowns, a little heavy westbound 670 starting from 71 as you make your way over to 3rd Street. Staples has great prices on everything you need for back to school. Now save up to 60% on select notebooks books, markers, and more. At Staples, school savings are always in session. Offer ends July the 29th. Prices may vary in store and online. School on, save on at Staples. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yes, we tried unplugging and then plugging them back in. It didn't help. This is Man and Bone. It's Tool of the Week Friday. You know what to do. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Also text the burner phone 614-787-3093. It is also Find Out Friday. Mm. F around and find out. And that's where this comes from on the burner phone. Uh, This is not signed, but the person does say, my guys. And going up for balls and exposing yourself. When I was a teenager, the internet told me it was a good idea to lather my man purse with toothpaste while I enjoyed my alone time. I effed around and found out not actually a good idea. I hadn't heard that one. Um, okay. Toothpaste on Saki. Is that... I know some toothpastes have a minty tingle. Is that something that you would try to translate? I don't know. I had a, a, a buddy of mine when uh when i was a teenager who decided to put icy hot on saki oh oh no that was a bad idea oh no yeah no that no. was a really really seems, seems awful bad idea <laughs> yeah the the discomfort in my head of just not even having experienced that pain but knowing how icy hot feels on other parts of my body mm-hmm. i can't compute that that mm-hmm. does not seem fun at all uh, German police say they think the report of a loose lion that we talked about yesterday in Berlin was a false alarm. They now believe it was not a lion. In fact, it was just another big wild boar that apparently is on the loose. There's wild boars running around Berlin, Germany. Do we need? Do Germans need to go to like a biology class? Because I'm not sure how you would get from wild boars. I don't know what to tell you. Wild boars are large, I'm sure, but they're not as big as a lion. Yeah, they're not lions. What are we talking about? Maybe this particular wild boar was uh, weird looking. That doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm, I mean, maybe that's true that there is no lion, or maybe that's what they're trying to tell you, so you'll freak out. Oh. They said they've called off the search. Ah, see, even more proof of my conspiracy oh, theory that stop they're lying. It being a conspiracy theory. That's what I'm saying. All those conspiracy theories are like, see, the fact they're not doing anything is proof that it's happening. Um, oh, Marvin Harrison Jr., do that story. Yeah, so I don't know how to say this energy drink. Is it ZOA or is it Z-O-A? But either way, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what your name is. Uh, the Rock is... One of the people who made this energy drink, he's an entrepreneur, among other things. Well, he didn't. When you say he made he the made energy it. drink, no, no, he's like he's got a lab coat yep. on and he's formulating uh-huh. the thing. That's right. All right, he's looking at all the different uh, Zoa ingredient lists and putting it together himself. Mixes it in batches, hand selected by the Rock. Of Aren't course, there enough not. energy drinks. Has the Rock made one? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Well, that's what I'm. No, I'm, I'm sorry. saying if the Rock makes one, he's like, well, I haven't made one before, and now I am. There's also probably enough tequila in the world, Mike, but. He made one of those, too. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. There, there already were espresso machines, but George Clooney was like, how about an espresso? No, right? there wasn't an espresso. Well, I know there wasn't an espresso. There's a, 
No, but there's machines that make an espresso well, if you want one. Yes, but they're very complex. This, you just put the capsule right in. Or, and you enjoy. As my aunt and uncle like to say, espresso. And it always annoys me every time. Because it's not an espresso. All right, I got it. Stop it. Let's go. Anyway, uh, the ZOA Energy people, they have signed an NIL deal with a bunch of different athletes uh, in college. The all-star cast features Brock Bowers, Drake May, Angel Reese, and Marvin Harrison Jr. Of course. Why not? Yeah, that's right. He's going to be the number one pick in the draft. Very well could be, I read that today. I hope he is. I hope he's... Well, you know what? I hope he is, or I hope Kyle McCord is. Because I, I I hope he has that good of a year. If Marvin Harrison Jr. is the number one pick in the draft, either everybody just falls in love with his measurables and all that, or he had himself another fantastic season, which means we have a quarterback that that's, did something. That's what I'm saying, right. Uh, so, yeah, this is, a, if you want to go find it, the ZOA energy stuff, I guess, is out there, but this is a, a deal that they have made together, The Rock and Marvin Harrison, so let him live. That's great to see. That's what we want for this NIL stuff, right? You want to see the best players getting a chance to capitalize on their name. Bone, it's July yes, 21st today. You know you know what's happening today? I don't. First of all, today's my half birthday. Thank you. Oh, happy half birthday. Uh, second, thank you. Teddy is sarcastically clapping. I'm clapping. Sorry. Like a dill hole. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm excited. No, no, you're not, Ted. I mean, you no celebrate half Christmas and half Thanksgiving. Right, it's my half birthday. half birthday. Why should little kids have all the fun? Why exactly. Can I ask why that's the only fraction you give a crap about? Like, what about quarter birthdays and eighth birthdays? And Yeah, it's my 132nd birthday today. Fine with me. I don't even know what that would look like. I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do quarter birthdays. All right. I want presents for each of them. No, not for me. There's a quarter pounder. <laughs> I got something about that later. You do? Yes. You have a take on... Well, of course you have a no, take on I quarter pounders. No, I mean, pounders. the take is I like them. I like them, too. That's the take. I However, like them, too. Good job. We've, we've talked about the prices of some of the fast food. Mm-hmm. Not all fast food locations are created equal when it comes to price. Oh, okay. Even at the same establishment, I'm very interested to find this. So out. we will uh, we'll talk about that later. What was I going to say to you though? Oh, about, oh. The other thing that it is today, July 21st, is the Baltimore Orioles are in first place all by themselves in the AL East. That who, is who the hell had that, that, that happening? Shocking. Yes, it's it's stunning, right? Now, we talked about the Pirates earlier in the season, and they were having some success, and now they have come crashing down to earth where they are just god-awful. Right. But, you know, that was in May. Oh, this is a cute story. Look, it's early May, and the Pirate fans don't want to kill themselves yet. Well, they want to kill themselves now. But here we are. It's July 21st. And of all the big money teams in that division and the way that the Rays started out. Remember, the Rays yeah. couldn't lose a game. That's right. Yeah. Rays could not lose a game. They were off to one of the best starts in Major League Baseball history. Orioles beat the Rays last night. They're in first place all by themselves. Isn't that great? Let them live. What a good story, man. That's Brandon good for baseball. Hyde is your manager. Yeah. Brandon Hyde. Now, Teddy. Teddy's a baseball guy. Watches a lot of baseball. Mm-hmm. How many Baltimore Orioles players? Can you name? There are no wrong answers except all of them. <laughs> I know. I, I can name one. Go ahead. Adley Rush wasn't that his name? The guy who was in the Adley home run. Stevenson. It, it's not. No. It's no. It, the guy who's in the home run derby. What's his name? It's not. You're close. Roush, I don't think that's Adley Roush. Something or like that. Roush yeah. or Roche. Hang on. I'll find it. Yeah, Adelaide Stevenson. That's Adley. Too hot. It's not. I got it so wrong. It's Adley Rutschman. Rutschman. There we go. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Okay. Though. The Rushman. Right. Yes. Anybody else? No, I was 
I, I was aware of that guy. I couldn't remember his name, but I, I think they have another guy that's decent. But I mean, I clearly they have guys that are decent. They're in first place. <laughs> Ryan Mountcastle. Yes, he's the catcher. There I think, you go. Right? Yeah, Mountcastle. Yeah. Mm. Now, but outside of those two, then I'm probably out. Oh, wait, they traded for um, the guy for the Yankees. Derek who, Jeter. No. No? The guy, right? He was not, he was like a young upcoming guy. And then Alex, Alex Rodriguez. No. He was young and upcoming. I don't know who you're talking about. He wasn't very good and they no. traded for him. Okay. And he's still not very good, but he's on their roster. I think their highest paid player is Chris Davis. Still. Who's gone. Who's gone, right. That's too bad. Cal you know Ripken's what? mom. <laughs> They're in first place. Who cares? Mom dead, right? Cal's mom? I have no idea. I hope she. I hope she's alive, but I don't know. You know, what we should do. We should spend. We should bring back Bone of Education. Okay. And now we won't have it do it like an every week thing, but once in a while we bring it back when we want to really deep dive into things that we find fascinating. Yeah. Cal Ripken Jr.'s mom was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't remember this, or they never heard about it. I can't forget about it. Cal Ripken Jr.'s mom was kidnapped and then returned unharmed but it was a wild story i wanted a complete bone of education on that you know what what uh whatever the secrets were of that maybe we can unlock them with bone of education she has taken them to her grave dead march 1st of 2021 she passed away at the age of 82 and you know what this article very little detail on her kidnapping that's what I that mean. That has to be in the obit. I'm sorry. One of the greatest baseball players of all time. You can talk about everything. Well, His that's mother what... was kidnapped. Yeah. Why don't we talk about that? You know what? I want to say the people who kidnapped Vi Ripken, that was her name, Violet Ripken. I want to say that they were the opposite of F around and found out because they F'd around and completely got away with it, apparently. I guess. They returned her and then I don't know if they got any or money. The Ripkins had them killed. Um, well, and that's why we never hear about it. You know what? Vi Ripken kidnap. We're looking it up. All right. I'm just going to look it up. A McNugget can make you rich. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. New problem spot to tell you about. Traffic sponsored by Indeed. We're looking at northbound 71 before you approach US 36. Looks like it crashes on the right berm. Backup start at around Polaris Parkway. It's between Walnut, Big Walnut, I should say, and the rest area. You'll find police on the scene. Also, they are out at Cleveland southbound before 270, as well as Wreckers occupying that right lane from an earlier collision and a fender bender off to the left berm. We're talking westbound on 70, and this is at the 71 East Split. If your business is feeling a summer hiring wave, then you need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. 
Happy Friday. It's Find Out Friday. F around and find out. It's also Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at manandbone971. You can also text us, 614-787-3093. A I, South... I'm sorry, what do you have? I was going to say, do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, Violet Ripken thing? Or? I would love to. Let me pay off on do the that. tease and then first. I've got, I've got, I went on a deep dive in a commercial break Nice on the Violet Ripken stuff and rejogged my memory and found out some new stuff. So here we go. So and do that first. you discovered that Jeff Rimmer yep. was her kidnapper. Hello? A South Florida jury awarded $800,000 in damages to a little girl who received second-degree burns when a hot chicken McNugget fell on her leg as her mother pulled away from the drive-thru of a McDonald's restaurant. They were seeking $15 million in damages. They were awarded 800000 Hmm. Um, the mom testified she had purchased Happy Meals for her son and daughter who were sitting in the back seat and was driving away when the nugget fell on the child's leg. She said that the girl screamed in pain and when she pulled over in the parking lot, she realized the nugget was lodged between Olivia's thigh and the seat belt. Hmm. The mother testified at no point that McDonald's warned her the food might be unusually hot. The company testified they follow food safety rules, which require McNuggets to be hot enough to avoid salmonella poisoning. We all appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that be what, hot. What happens with the food once it leaves the drive through window is beyond their control, like getting trapped in a seatbelt and being pressed against the thigh. Now, McDonald's, for their credit, they were willing to pay $156,000 to cover damages both past and future the the family said no we want 15 million they were awarded 800,000 hmm. so so they got more be careful than what, with the nuggets yeah i guess i didn't know i i mean i'm i'm sure you can get those things as hot as you want i mean if you heat them up well enough i don't know i know that we were just talking about that uh, mcdonald's coffee, coffee thing which i remember that story you know when that happened you know people of course made fun of that the woman did get i think second or third degree burns from coffee that was served like 40 degrees above what a normal cup of coffee should be served at, even a piping hot cup of coffee. It was absurd how hot they had this. This is, again, something that's supposed to go in your mouth at some point. My grandmother, my my uh, father's mother, would make instant coffee on the stove, yeah. right? Like the Folgers, Crystals, mm-hmm. instant coffee. She had to take it from boiling on the stove and then drink it immediately. Oh, my gosh. Like anything... If it sat there for two minutes, forget about it. Oh, wow. Too cold. Oh. She needed it boiling hot. I, d- I don't understand how you can. How can your, how can your I, mouth I don't even know. handle that? I can't believe this woman was related to me because if you give me some soup <laughs> that's even mildly hot, I get cankers. I can't eat it. I don't like it. Interesting. Yeah, but my grandmother, boiling hot. That's so bizarre. Well, that, that woman who sued McDonald's, I want to say she did get awarded some money. But then I feel like it went back and forth with a judge for a while. And I mean, she was in her 70s. I don't remember if she I, I don't know that she got a ton of money out of that after all that was said and done. But people made that sound like, oh, my God, she got so much money. I don't think she actually did. But either way, not not good. Don't serve stuff that's too hot and burn people. That would be bad. All right. Vi Ripken. Yeah. Cal Ripken's mother. We talk about things that we should talk about more. You know, mm-hmm. Jim Abbott, the Sedine twins, Helen Keller. Those are all on the list. I, I think the fact that Cal Ripken's mom was kidnapped has just sort of been lost to history. She was returned safely. Yes. But she was kidnapped. We should be discussing this more. And T-Bone, being the good sport that he is, 
has done a deep dive during the commercial break. So, July 24th, 2012. Hey, anniversary. It's almost, you're right. Almost the Almost 11 years. No, that'd be... Is yeah, that how math years. works? 11 That's years. Right. That's right. That's how okay. math works. It's 2023. All right, good. Uh, so, yeah, she was going... She basically would... She had a similar routine every day. She'd get up. She'd go get in her car. She lived by herself. Uh, you know, her husband had passed away already. Cal Ripken Sr. had already passed away at this time. He died in 1999. So she lived on her own, but she was fully autonomous. Didn't have, like, anybody coming over to take care of her or anything. She was just on her own, living her life. All right. Opens up a garage. Goes back in the house to get a few things. She's going to go out to the store. Comes back out to the garage. There's a strange man standing in the garage, apparently with some kind of weapon. So then she is bound and gagged, and he was going blindfolded and all this stuff. He was going to put her in the trunk, and she said, please don't. I'm claustrophobic. And he said, okay. So he put her in the back seat. Well, that's nice. Because he At least. He took some pity on her, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's nice. Then, apparently, he drove around with her all day in the back seat bound and gagged like this uh apparently not many people noticed if anyone he according to all the stuff we know about this did not really apparently know who she was that she was cal and billy ripkin's mom well that there it doesn't appear that there was anything like you know i need you to get on the phone and call you you know you know who you need to call because i know you've got money there was nothing like that it was just she's in the car and there really wasn't apparently a lot of conversation he would just drive around. He got food multiple times. He stopped for gas multiple times. Drove around all day. So around 8 o'clock that night, a couple of people in White Marsh, Maryland, saw a silver sedan pulled over in a area near an intersection, and it was property they owned. And they said, we're not sure why these this car's parked here, but this is odd. And then they noticed there was a woman in the back seat and a guy acting weird. So they got the license plate, called the police and said, we're not sure what's going on, but there's a car on our property. We don't know who it is. And it seems kind of suspicious. That prompted police to then find out whose car it is. They found out that it was, you know, Cal Ripken's mom's car. They go to her house. It's now nine o'clock at night. She's not there. They call, you know, Cal and other people who would know her. They don't know why she's not there. They said she's usually in bed by this time. She's not usually out this late. This is abnormal. So then, of course, they start looking for her. All right, hold on. We got to take a break. All right. And I'll tell you the how it story, The story continues. All right. After the break, break, that too. And Georgia football got the kiss of death. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Some good news from that earlier wreck along Cleveland Avenue. Traffic sponsored by Bob Evans Restaurant heading southbound before 270. Finally, in the clearing stages from the right lane, you'll be dealing with residual delays. A crash along westbound 70 at 71 East Split is still off to the left berm. 71 northbound before you approach US 36, that crashes off to the right berm. You've got your slowdowns from about Polaris Parkway. And speaking of bumper-to-bumper action, westbound 670, that's between 71 and Neal. Slow go eastbound 70 between Hamilton and Bryce. And it's really slow along US 33 heading eastbound. Refugee to Ebright. You're looking at a good 10 minutes to move through that stretch. Where can you make the whole family happy for less? At Bob Evans. Find over 30 breakfast, lunch, and dinner favorites for $8.99 or less. Find a location near you or place your order online at BobEvans.com. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Hey, if you missed the show live, or maybe you like the show so much, you say, I have to listen to it again. Mm Mm-hmm. You can do that if you subscribe to the podcast. Go to wherever you get your audio. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Also, before the show today, Bone and I taped a brand new uncensored podcast. We did. So be watching the feed that's going to drop sometime next week. You got to be subscribed. Yes, not over the weekend, but sometime next week. We're going to drop it. And I don't know if you'll be entertained, but we It'll sat be in a room and talked for 40 minutes. It'll be there, so you can listen to it and decide for yourself if it's interesting. When last we left you, T-Bone was telling us the story about Cal Ripken's mother being kidnapped. Because this is something that happened 11 years ago, almost to the day. And I don't feel like we talk about it nearly enough. No, we really don't. So, to catch you up quickly, if you missed the last segment, Viola Ripken lived at home by herself. She, her husband had already passed away, Cal Ripken Sr. She just lived by herself. She's healthy, 74-year-old, nothing wrong. No one came and checked on her all the time. She was good. Gets in her car, man standing in her garage as she's trying to get in her car, binds and gags her, blindfolds her, sticks her in the backseat of her car, and drives around in her car all day. Doesn't say why he's doing it. Doesn't really give her any details. She doesn't know exactly where they went because she's blindfolded. But as the day goes on, People start wondering where she is. Police are called. So they go to the house. They descend upon the house and they are trying to figure out what happened. Of course, now this is not even 24 hours after she started, you know, after she disappeared. It was eight o'clock in the morning. By eight o'clock that night, police are at the house. They're trying to figure it out. The next night, it's still police officers, everything. A guy is coming home from work the next morning. I guess he worked like third shift. And he sees that the road, he lives in this neighborhood where Viola Ripken lives. So he sees that the neighborhood is blocked off and there's dozens of cop cars everywhere. And he goes, Ugh, I got to go around. So he goes and pulls out around that street and goes down a couple streets to get to another street that goes through. And he sees a suspicious thing. He sees a silver town car sitting there. A woman who's blindfolded is waving her arm out of the car and yelling for help. And so he then calls the cops who, you know, they've been searching for her. Yeah. And apparently she's like two streets over in a car just sitting there. No, no one knows exactly how long she had been sitting there, but obviously it wasn't that long because she'd only been missing less than a day. So then they say, oh, good. We found her. And then they ask her what happened. And she basically tells you that what I just told you, she tells that I tried to get in my car. This guy, I can't remember exactly what he looked like. He bound me. He had his face covered up. And then he drove me around all day. I don't know why. He didn't say why. He didn't ask for money. He didn't know. And then they asked, did they know that, you know, you're Cal Ripken's mom? No, never mentioned that. Never brought that up. That never came up. Wasn't even a thing. Didn't seem like he knew to ask for like ransom money. Nothing. Dropped her back off. They find her. She's returned home. 
And then the Ripkins put out a statement the next day saying, we're glad she was found and we're glad she was returned safely. And that's all that, that's we it. know. That's it. That's it. Guy was never arrested? Far as we know. Never found the guy? They, I mean, they may have arrested someone for some other crime that was the person who did this. You know, I have no idea. But they do not know that they've arrested the person who did this. They have no idea who this was. Wild. And he very well may have just thought, I want to kidnap an old lady for fun, drive around with her, not hurt her or anything, and then return her, which is, again, a very sadistic and weird thing to do on the grand scheme of horrible crimes you can have done to you. I guess that's on the lower end of it, because while it's terrifying, at least you live and nothing really happened to her, thankfully, other than the traumatic experience of being now, driven around. When he stopped for fast food twice, did he give her some food? Doesn't say, Did but she I, get like some tacos or something? I would, I would hope so. But then again, I, I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't do that because you know he's afraid she's going to bite his hand off or something. Which I would if I were her. Mm. If someone tried to feed me, I'd try to you know do what I can to get away from there. Thank you, Bone. Yeah, I just can't. I can't believe this story just happened and everyone said, "Huh? Well, you know, sometimes you're old, you get kidnapped. Eh, well, what are you going to do? Anyway, <laughs> happens to the best. Happens of us. to the best of us. Also, the police officers having twenty cars on her street and then not finding her two streets over. Now, maybe that happened five minutes ahead of when this guy discovered her. But yeah, it was. It was not. Let's put it lightly. Not a surprise they have not found this guy because I don't think they had much to go on. Georgia football got the kiss of death. So they had SEC media days this week, and of course they go to the media. And they poll the media, and they determine who's going to win the conference. Every conference does this. Big Ten does this. You know the drill. Well, they picked Georgia. Georgia got 62.2% of all first-place votes. Alabama got the second amount, 62 first-place votes. LSU got 31 first-place votes. They were the only other teams to receive double-digit first-place votes. Now, here's why I say Georgia got the kiss of death. Because maybe you're saying, well, why They've won championships here. Right. Why would they get the kiss of death? Because in the 31-year history of the poll, only nine times has the media correctly predicted the champion of the conference. That Mm. surprises the hell out of me. Especially because for a 10-year stretch, it was Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. And I would think you just get a bunch of correct answers just based on that. Right? Yeah, that's interesting, right? the media couldn't figure that one out sooner than later, but I guess nine out of 31 times is roughly like 30% ish around there. So they'd get it right. One out of every three years, which is not, not great. Well, this isn't baseball. It's not. Well, I know. You know a I third know. of the times not very good. Well, Mike, if you believe the people who talk about the sec, it's the most competitive conference well, in the history fair, of sports. So therefore, how could they even predict it at all? Cause any team in the SEC any year could win it, Mike. Vanderbilt, this might be their year, even though it's never been their year. It might be this year. Or Kentucky. Those teams are never going to win it, but we treat them like they might because occasionally they're okay. And so then that makes the whole conference excellent, even though we know it has a few teams good at the top every year. Teddy, uh, British Open today. Are they done playing? For yes, the day? they are done. They're finished. Finished. All right. Yeah, it's all done. How'd Mick Fleetwood do today? Mick Fleetwood? playing? I mean, Tommy? Tommy Fleetwood. Him Tommy too. did okay. Yeah, I think he finished, what, five under on the day? So he's like five shots back. Mm. That's good. Royal Liverpool. Beatles. They are. Be- that's right, Beatles. A lot of Beatles stuff there. Oh, hello! Oh, I was wondering if the Queen would make an appearance about the British Open. It's the British Open, and I love Liverpool. You do? Oh, I spent a lot of time in Liverpool back in the 60s. 
What uh, exactly were you doing, Yoko? Well, first of all, I did have a threesome with John and Yoko. Did you really? Yes, I did. That was a very tender lover. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad she, to hear. However, was uncomfortably aggressive. Okay. Well, that's coming from you. That says a lot because I know it, you know over my years, no one's ever accused the British monarchy of being overly aggressive. Go I, on. Who, who's talking here? Me. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm trying to tell you about all the lovemaking I had with the members of the Beatles. Oh, yes. How how was Ringo? I actually didn't have Ringo until the 80s when he was doing Thomas the Tank Engine. (laughs) He he chewed all over the the royal jewels. I I I think I can. I bet he did. I think I can. He was the little little engine that could? Yes. Or did he have a... Except he didn't. Did he have a big chimney? What do they call that? Smokestack, not a chimney. No, not a chimney. Smokestack, smokestack, I'm sorry. Have you been on a train before? Not lately. I don't know if you know about America. Not a lot of rail. I'll I'll tell you what, though. He was shoveling coal in my furnace and got me very hot. Almost overheated the the boiler. You know, one thing I always envy about the Brits is you know how to get along on the rail, Queen. Do you, uh... You like having a rail system there? I love the rail. Mm, I bet you do. Anyway. Yeah. I did it with uh, Paul McCartney back mm. in the day. Yeah? Yes. Was he your first of the Beatles? or no, who, who actually, was the first? George Harrison was my first. Oh, there you go. He you was kinda... a very tender lover. Sounds like uh, that was the same thing that happened with John Lennon. Very tender. He was. George Harrison, though, wrote a song about me. What was the song called? Come Together. Oh, that was about actually, you? that was a McCartney and Lennon Diddy. That... But they stole it. Oh, they stole it from him? From him. About your experience with George Harrison. Yes. That is, that's too bad. And thank you for telling us about that history, because I'm glad to know it. Also, Here Comes the Sun was also written about me. Because, because that's how you go all night? He was so awe-inspired after our lovemaking. When the sun came up, he took pen to paper. <laughs> now, I did want to ask you a golf thing. Yes. You, you work in the afterlife, and so you've got influence over things. And, of course, you're royalty, so I assume you have more power. Did you have anything to do with Victor Hovland, my guy? Having a bird poo on him during the first round of this uh, no, open championship. I didn't realize that happened. Yes, he had a bird pooed on him while he was trying to set up a shot, and he had to back off of it, and he got it all over his arm. I think it's because he wears too many bright colors. I see. They're attracted to the neon. The birds are. Did you train birds alongside your corgis, or was that something you never? Did you ever do falconry? Yeah, you're royalty. That seems like a very royal thing to do is have a falcon. It's at your beck and call. No, I can't say that I've done that. Well, that's too bad. I'm surprised. Anyway. You're disappointing as a queen, honestly. Paul McCartney wrote a song about me as well. Oh, good. I bet he did. It's called Obli Di Obla Da. (laughs) Is that right? That is what he kept saying when I (laughs) took him to ecstasy land. I hear if you say the... Never mind. There's something to do with the alphabet and saying it at certain... Never mind. Point is, obli di obli da might be a new strategy for me. Yes, remember. Thank you for that. Come together. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. You were destined to get. You just. The, I'm sorry. The Queen really wanted to talk about the Beatles, and I had no interest in that. No. Oh. I don't know many of the nice, Beatles. Liverpool I man. I know. Yeah, I know. Could have worked in a soccer reference at some point, but now we're soccer's not. in Australia. What are you talking about? Soccer's in. Soccer's everywhere. Well, I, mean, I mean, right now, Liverpool the has two teams. Oh, well, that, that's fine. Everton and Liverpool, obviously. All right. Yeah. It's too bad the Queen didn't have anything to say about that. No. 
could have discussed a whole bunch of stuff. So we just talked about bird poo. Well, I mean, I think that her her conversations about making love to all the members of the Beatles. Uh, that's that's I, pretty you know breaking news. I don't believe her. I don't believe her. Okay. I think she's lying. Uh, speaking of soccer, it's the MLS versus Liga MX showdown at the League's Cup tournament. The crew will be taking on St. Louis City SC on Sunday and Club America on July 31st. Caller number 69 right now at 614-821-9710 gets two tickets to see the crew against St. Louis City on Sunday. I actually asked Ted today, how can we possibly give these tickets away if the, the match is on Sunday? And he looked at me and said, what year is it, dude? Yeah, right. We're just going to send it to their Ticketmaster account, you idiot. Yeah, you're just going to email it to See, them. back in the day, you'd have to come down to the station and pick up the tickets. No longer. That's right. That's not how that works now. No. We just email it to you. That's right. Pretty simple. All right, coming up next, it's Baseball Hall of Fame induction weekend. Our guy, Jason Stark, center stage, because he's a Hall of Famer. Hmm? He will be there eating deep-fried testicles. (laughs) We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic is sponsored by Matches Firm. Left lane remains blocked southbound 270 over on the east outer belt at Ewell 33. We've got a somewhat of a delay because of that. Northbound 71 before US 36. It's a slow go because that earlier collision between Big Walnut Road and the rest area. You'll have police on the scene of that wreck off to the right berm. And earlier wreck clearing, we're talking about westbound 70 at the 71 east split from the left berm, but still residual delays. And speaking of which, delay times continue to go up, so just be careful and pack your patients along US 33 eastbound. Refugee over to Ebright. We're looking now at a 15-minute delay. Big deals on Better Sleep are here early. It's Black Friday now at Mattress Firm. Save up to $600 and score a free adjustable base on qualifying purchases. See a Mattress Firm sleep expert today to find your perfect bed and get 120 nights to make sure it's right. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on the van. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone 614 787 3093. It's also Find Out Friday. Mm-hmm. F around and find out. Maybe something happened to you. Maybe something happened in the world of sports you want to remind us of, like uh, Robin Ventura storming the mound against Nolan Ryan. That was a good one. F around and they find out. out. That's right. I got, um, a, I got a few you might like. Oh, yes, please. Or at least one that I know you'll like. AJ said, this weekend, Sunday, the anniversary of Mark Burley's perfect game in 2009. On that day, Tampa Bay Rays, they have to round. And they found out. They did have to round. Yeah. And find out. Yeah, your guy, Mark Burley. One of my favorite sports moments, that game. Oh, I bet. Yeah, to watch a guy you already were, you were a fan of his anyway. Well, he yes, he uh, 
They had already won the World Series with him being by, one of the, by that yeah. time. He had right. already thrown a no hitter. Oh, that's by right. Then. Sure, this was a perfect game, and just the way that game unfolded too, where you had defensive replacement coming in in the eighth inning, Dwayne Wise to come play center field, and under the circumstances, with a perfect game intact, made one of the best catches I've ever seen. Really, in the outfield, yes, juggled it at the wall, leapt. At the oh, wow. wall, juggled it, came down with the ball to Man. preserve the perfect game, and he was just thrown into the game as a defensive replacement. Because off the bat, I thought it was gone. I've always thought, and I'm, I don't take it away from the pitchers, clearly, there's only been, what, 25 of them now? Perfect games? In baseball, In baseball history. history. Right. But I do think that's one of the things we talk about, or at least I have when I think of it and think, what a great accomplishment by that pitcher. And the reality is, yes, of course, the pitcher had to be immensely good on that day, but he also probably had to have everyone behind him also on their A game. Right. There's there's really no such thing as a perfect game or a no-hitter where you can't look to your defense and say there weren't at least a few plays there. There's got to be two or three probably in every one, if not more. Yes. That, that just have to happen if, if it's going to be that way. A lot of it, too, comes down to luck. I, I remember, you know, there was a foul ball that, that missed being fair by about an inch in that game. There were several line drives that were hit very hard, but they were hit very hard right at people. Yeah. If you're going to do something like that, a certain amount of luck has to be involved. I, I remember watching pitching performances, and that wasn't one of them. I mean, Mark Burley had good stuff, but it's not like... Randy Johnson out there. Not that he was untouchable. Right. Just I mean, everyone came up and was flailing. He's he's throwing on in his prime, he's throwing ninety. Hmm. Okay. Now he knew how to pitch, he knew how to paint the corners, all of that. But it's not like Mark Burley was going to go up there and just blow you away. I have seen pitching performances that I thought the stuff was much better and guys were much more dominant. You know, right. I saw a game, I think it was Mike Mucina when he was pitching for the Yankees against the Red Sox at Fenway Park. I have no idea how anybody could even put the bat on the ball. It was so good. And even that, I, I want to say he lost his no-hitter in the eighth inning because the luck wasn't on his side. Right. His stuff that day was better than Mark Burley's stuff on the day that Mark Burley threw a perfect game. It just wasn't to be. Yeah. It's incredible to watch that and, and think about all the different components that have to go to it. You have to be good. You have to have everybody behind you playing well, and you do have to get some bounces, some things go your way. But yeah, stunning accomplishment by him, and apparently the anniversary of that is on Sunday. Uh, how about this one from Jordan, talking about effing around and finding out? Yes. My coworker used to be a garbage collector. He was being threatened by a guy for not taking an oversized item. The guy threatened to loose his dog on my buddy, the garbage collector. Sounds like a reasonable response. Yeah. So the garbage collector guy said, yeah, I'm not, I can't take this. I'm not supposed to take this big piece of trash. The guy then lets his dog loose. The dog lunges at the garbage man. The dog misses and lands in the garbage truck. Oh, oh no. And he says, my buddy pulled the lever. <laughs> I, I, that sounds like a made up story. I, 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 I kind of... I feel like the buddy may have told you that and be like, yeah, and then you know what I did? I pulled I the lever. him to death. Because I would think, I mean, I don't know. I guess, you know what? I'm not a garbage man. I have no idea. 
Is there not a check at some point to be like, well, Bill, uh, any dead bodies in your load of garbage today? It's like, no, there's not. Well, we're just going to not take your word for that. We're just going to, little video camera, we're going to see what comes out of there. Maybe not, but still. Well, if it's true, he he effed around. Either way, that's not the dog's fault. The dog was probably just doing whatever, you know. That poor, the guy who did that. Dog was collateral damage. Yeah, sadly. The the owner. The owner should go to jail. Owner should go to jail. Uh, it is the National Baseball Hall of Fame induction ceremony this weekend. Our guy Jason Stark, who is a Hall of Famer, will be there because Hall of Famers are there. Yeah. What a weekend. Can you imagine? Look, I know he's a, he's not a player. He's a writer, but he's still in the Hall of Fame. You pull up. I assume Baseball Hall of Fame has valet. Uh, if you're in the Hall of Fame, I'll tell you what, if I'm in the Hall of Fame and I show up to the Hall of Fame weekend, they're like, yeah, just park over here with all these other people and walk in. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know if you know who I am. I'm a Hall of Famer. Well, here. they know who you are because you're wearing the Hall of Fame jacket. Do you see again? I don't know. Do you wear that going I think, in? I think you wear it going in. I think you, I think you carry it maybe on your arm as you're walking in. And then when you get close to the door, maybe you pop it on as you're starting, you know, all right, it's showtime, but I what if he has a drive through beforehand? Like he goes to his favorite restaurant, Arby's. Even better. He's going to leave on the jacket? I guess so. And you know what? You If you're working the drive through around Cooperstown, uh-huh. and you see somebody pull in and they got the jacket on, that meal's got to be on the house. It has to be on the house. It's right? A, it's a Hall of Famer. It's got to be on the house. Hall of Famer stopped in. What are you going to do? Everybody else, I can just picture like schlepping all their stuff, walking. Oh, we had to park a mile away. We're almost there. Meanwhile, Jason just pulls right up to the rotunda. In my mind, there's a rotunda there. I don't think there and, is, but and a, and a, sure va- and a valet is. runs out. Mm-hmm. Says, "Oh, Mister Stark, thank God you've come. Yeah. We, we wish you still had the mustache, but thank God you've come." I do wonder, does it get old? All the, I mean, are there has to be a hierarchy too? Then of like, well, he's a Hall of Famer, but he's not this level of Hall of Famer. Oh, I've, I've, he- I've heard, I've heard the stories. I've heard the stories that within the Hall of Fame, there's a Hall of Fame of the Hall of Fame. Interesting, and that, just, that, that, I assume that has to be that's the way life works. Well, exactly. Yeah. You talk about the one percent. Let me tell you something. The one percent of the one percent. Look at the one percent. Yeah. And say, thank God I'm not that guy. No kidding. Thank God I'm not that poor bastard. Right. Like if you're a if you're someone who's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and then Jeff Bezos walks in, you go, well, I got a nice life. I don't know what it's like to be that guy, though. Right. I mean that's that's what it must be at the Hall of Fame where it's like yeah sure I had a great career I'm, if you're at the you know Pro Football Hall of Fame when this happens oh there goes there goes Tom Brady I'm a Hall of Famer I'm not that dude right right that's just a different level so this year Scott Rowland is going in uh, he was on seventy six point three percent of the ballots Fred McGriff is also going in because he was on the uh, it's not the Veterans Committee anymore I think it's called the Contemporary Baseball Era Players it's, Committee. Called the Participation Trophy. Whatever. Committee. So it's Scott Rowland and Fred McGriff, two guys that would not be in my Hall of Fame, but I don't run the Hall of Fame. So let them live and sure. enjoy yourself, Jason Stark. Uh, coming up next, ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips is trying not to be thrown into all this Northwestern drama. It is not working. Details coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Traffic this hour is sponsored by CompariantInsurance.com. Still working a couple of rough spots. Southbound 270 at US 33 Southeast. Left lane remains blocked. A crash along northbound 71 is off to the right berm just before approaching US 36. You've also got an earlier wreck along westbound 70, and this is at the 71 East Split. Luckily, it's in the clearing stages from the left berm, but it is still causing residual delays. And speaking of delays, eastbound 70 between James over to Bryce. You've got a slow go out there. And over in Bicentennial Park, expect heavier than normal traffic volumes because of jazz and rip fest that continues throughout the weekend. Like to shop local? Go to ComparingInsurance.com. Their agents are local insurance experts, and you can find you the right insurance at the right price. And even though they're local experts, Comparing offers a wide range of choices from national carriers. Comparing Insurance Agency, local agents, expert advice. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. Happy Friday. We have an uncensored podcast dropping for you on the feed next week. Mm -hmm. So subscribe and don't miss it. Right now, T-Bone's going to sell you some water. Well, Mike, it's the question on all of our minds. The question every American has to ask themselves. And that question is this. Are you happy with your home's water? No. Of course not. No. Most people aren't. If you notice scale build up on your shower head and faucets, if your hair and skin feel dry and mistreated, that's, you know what? I'm going to blame you. I'm actually going to blame Common Man for that. Why? No, no. I'm going to blame you, the person who's listening to this, and I've said, you should call my guys at Connecticut, and you're like, yeah, I know, I need to do that, and then you haven't done it. Call the number, 800-444-1387, 800-444-1387, or go to ConnecticutColumbus.com to get the water test and talk with the local water expert from Connecticut. Not a water expert from Montana, or from Des Moines, or from, I don't know, wherever else. Where's Reeser from? Like Cleveland area, Reeser likes Cleveland stuff. There you go. I named all the different places all the Bishop and Friends people are from. Anyway, Connecticut Water Systems. Check it out today. ConnecticutColumbus.com and get your water tested. Uh, it is Find Out Friday in addition to Tool of the Week Friday. F around and find out. This is from the burner phone. I was at Big Lots when I was 10. They had a staple gun sitting low enough and I grabbed it. Oh, boy. Shot myself oh. in the stomach. Oh, boy. Not too deep, but went through my coat and broke the skin. F'd around and found out. It's found out. Uh, we've had multiple people like Eric who tweeted us Anthony Precourt. He, you know what? Well, you know what? I mean, he got himself a team. He ultimately won. He did, but he, he got had out a, of this market and got out of the team. He had a big headache. I think you're right. That's I guess that's a fair point. He effed around, found out, and then effed around some more and still got to keep effing still, around. Still got to keep it. But He got what he wanted, a team the, in another market. Yeah, but you know what? He tried to steal a team from this market, and that did not happen, thanks to the crew fans who yes, stood up to him. Not, so that's, that's, that's you know, noteworthy. You can say Don Garber effed around yeah. and found out. 
But then, well, you know what, though? That doesn't even hold true because then Don Garber's like, yeah, thanks. I guess I learned my lesson. Made you build another soccer stadium. And I got two teams <laughs> got, for the price I of one. I got two teams for the price of one. I got better ownership in here because I got a, you know, an actual NFL franchise that now owns this Columbus team, which is, I mean, again, I don't really, what I know is there was someone who left around and the crew fans were like, you're going to find out. Yeah. And then they did find out, but I don't know what lesson they learned because then they just kept on effing around. Remember when uh, Mike Hart came back? Oh, yeah. For his senior season, desperate to beat the Buckeyes. That's why he came back. Yeah. He wasn't really going to improve his draft stock. He was what he was. But he said, I've never beaten Ohio State. I want to come back. I want to finish the job. Guess what? He effed around. He found out. He found out. That's right. I would love to be back to a time where uh, Michigan effed around and then found out. No, this is so much more competitive. It's fun. <sighs> but I'm told. It's fun for the game. You know what? I I can't wait. I hope all you people who say that stuff, I hope you're consistent watching Michigan go out. If if Michigan wins by 30 each game, I hope you're I hope you're cheering. I hope you're doing backflips and high five and be like, yeah, I hate Michigan, but I love seeing them win because it's good for the rivalry. And then when they play Ohio State this time, how nervous are you going to be? I want them to be winless. Exactly. I want them to have exactly no wins. Right. And when you walk into Ann Arbor, by halftime, all the fans are so disgusted, everyone's left. And so you have a half-empty stadium with only yeah. Ohio State fans remaining, and you're doing OHIO on their ass in their stadium. That's what I want. I know. That's fun to me. I don't understand the logic when people say, well, it's better for the rivalry if they're good, and that'll help us with everything. Let me tell you, if Michigan is good, this seems... Like it would be obvious, but I guess it isn't. If they're good, there's a better chance they beat Ohio State year in, year out. If they're if Michigan's a top five team every year, then it's going to be a lot more 50-50 with Ohio State, is it not? If Michigan is winning two games a year, chances are one of them ain't going to be when they play the Buckeyes. Yeah. You know? So for me, I'd rather have Michigan be down all the time and have it be not a chance that they beat this team or very little chance they beat Ohio State then have them be what they are now, which is seemingly annoyingly good, and then given Ohio State all kinds of hell. No thank you. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips says he never condoned or tolerated inappropriate conduct against athletes as Northwestern's AD in the wake of allegations of hazing at the school. Uh, he has been named as a defendant for two of the lawsuits along with other university leaders in their oversight roles. The first complaint came Wednesday from a former football player identified as John Doe 2, followed by John Doe 3 on Thursday. If you forget, I mean, he was Northwestern's AD. From 2008 to 2021. Yeah, I mean, a long not, time. Not a couple years. And then he sashayed right into this ACC commissioner role. So he was right there. Look, this is a culture that has been widespread. They fired the baseball coach because of this. You fired Pat Fitzgerald because of this. There's another investigation that's going on into how the first investigation took place and who should have known. You're telling me the athletics director, the current athletics director, should be fired. He's not. Right. Whatever his name is. I forget his name. Jim Phillips, who is now the commissioner of the ACC. I know you can't retroactively go back and fire him, but he's the captain of this athletic ship. This well, widespread problem that he apparently buried his head in the sand and said, I have no idea. Well, if you fired the football coach because he should have known, shouldn't the athletic director know what the hell's going on? Yeah, I, I can see that the ACC, what, I'm sure how they're going to handle this is say, he didn't know about any of that. 
We believe what he said. No, I know. The ACC is not going to fire him. A competent guy who's done this and that. They'll, they'll cite all these other things and say, and he stood against this and he, he decries all this stuff. Unless there's an email, which I'm sure there isn't, but unless there's some kind of information out there that has him admitting to direct knowledge of this stuff and saying, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing anything to stop this. That coach, Pat Fitzgerald can do whatever he wants. You know, something like that. Then I don't, obviously, I don't think there's going to be much they're going to do to him in the ACC because they hired him because they think he's a visionary and he's so smart and he's going to be a great commissioner. So they're they're not going to do anything to him unless there's an email directly tying him to a cover-up of these hazing allegations, which we don't even know if there is a cover-up of it. We just know that nobody in power did anything to stop it, which is still yeah. bad. Yeah. So. Look, he'll he'll get fired if he gets them a below-market television deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that's right? when he'll get if fired they, as commissioner they, of the ACC. If this was a situation where he was going through what the Pac-12 new commissioner is dealing with, oh, no, everything's fine. No, sure. George Cleacon. Well, he they have their media days starting I, today. Yeah, I know. And everything's all hunky dory. That's what he said. Of course, it's it's easy. No, they've problems. got new bidders coming to the table for their media rights. They're going to be filthy mm. rich. Or or those new bidders are basically going to say, "We are here because this is a yard sale." <laughs> This is not like we're not shopping at Saks Fifth Avenue. We're shopping at the Goodwill. We know we know now we can get a deal on this, and we never thought we could afford something like this. But here you are, Pac-12. Now you're in our neighborhood. Now we can afford to be a part no, of this. I, know. I saw some quotes saying that uh, the media rights deal, and this this was framed as a positive, is expected to be on par with you know what the Big Twelve got. Like, all right, first of all. You shouldn't be comparing yourself to the... I know the Big 12 has survived. Yeah. But they've also lost their two biggest programs, and nobody really looks at them as a Power 5 anymore. So if you're saying, yeah, we're going to be on par with that, that's not good. The Big 12 also, a big chunk of their deal, they went on the CW, didn't they? I think that's right. That sounds correct to me. So if you if you think you're going to get Oregon and Washington, and who else can you possibly say? I don't know at this point. I guess of, that's of like it. The, I mean, I, do you consider Arizona, Arizona no. State to be big time? To just so gung-ho into this, oh, yeah, we got a deal just like the Big 12. Great. And if the ACC tries to do that, you'll have schools jumping out of that deal. Here's the other thing I think hanging over all this. Everybody can talk about what they want to about the money being there and this this TV network's interest. These partners are at the table. All those partners have one, well, they have a bunch of questions, but the biggest one they probably have is what's happening with Oregon and Washington, right? Yeah. So until they sign, that tells me that question's not being adequately answered, among other things. Well, no, no, this is strategic now. Yeah, sure. They're okay. they're getting more more bidders are coming to the table. Yeah, so why would we all, sign? They're all saying we'll glad we'll probably sign for a certain amount of money if we're sure Oregon and Washington are going to be in. I really want to see what the contract looks like if and when it's done. Is that binding Oregon and Washington? Tell me when it's done. That's right. I will talk about movies and F around and find out. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic sponsored by Taco Bell. We've got a collision causing stop and go traffic out on southbound 270 at US 33 off to the left berm. 
Police still working a wreck between Big Walnut Road and the rest area out on northbound 71 just before you approach US 36. Let's talk slowdowns really quickly. It is jammed up southbound 71, so just be very careful between uh, 670 over to 70. And you've got 11 minutes to move through eastbound 270. That's between State Route 315 as you try and get to 71 north. With a Chalupa Supreme, BB5 layer burrito, crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and medium drink, Taco Bell's $5 cravings box is packed as ever and $5 as ever. Get one at Taco Bell stores for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact store or for price and participation, which varies. Drink excludes freezes and, of course, taxes extra. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Sports gambling is legal in the state of Ohio. And we want you to do your gambling with our friends at Barstool Sportsbook. It's right there on your phone. Just go to the App Store. It's free. Or go to Hollywood Casino Columbus and visit their brand new Barstool Sportsbook. It's open. It's beautiful. And Scotty Vegas is there doing coke right on the carpet. I mean, he does sound like he's very excited doing his uh, big gambling updates. Very excited. Anyway, must be 21 or older. Not to do Coke. You can do Coke at any age. Yeah, you can. Well, you can. Yeah, I mean, I drink Coca-Cola. Right. That's what I mean. Is that not what we're talking about? Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is tool of the week Friday. You can tweet us your tools and text us your tools. We've also decided it's F around and find out Friday. Yeah. Stories of you effing around and finding out, sports people effing around and finding out. Maybe a dumb friend of yours yeah. who effed around and find out, found out. Uh, Dale says, when I was like eight years old, my mom was letting me out of the car to go into Children's Palace, which for those who don't know was a toy store in Columbus back when I was banging. He said, I ran around the front of the car just as she hit the gas. I fell down, obviously. She gets out of the car and yells at me. After round, found out. I always run behind the car ever since then. So she hit him with the car. I guess she started to hit the gas, and then he like got scared and fell over, and she stopped the car. Obviously, she did not hit him, and then she yelled at him for... Which, again, that's that's a good thing to tell your kids. Like, Don't run in front of the car, because... But also, maybe, Mom, if you're going to drop your kid off... Also, that's a weird story. Mom's dropping you off at the toy store? Go have fun in there. I mean, Where'd Mom go? I don't know. I, I, I wish my parents would drop me at the I, toy I, store. My parents would not have, in their wildest dreams, ever let me go into a toy store by myself because they know the damage I would have done. The Just, magical world oh. of the large toy store. Mm-hmm. Like, there are little tiny toy stores and stuff, but going into a huge, like, target-sized store. Yeah, that was Just all toys. devoted to toys. All toys. And these were toys of all kinds, right? You'd have, like, for me, the Nerf gun section. Yeah. Very robust. You go in there and you'd find bikes of all shapes and sizes. When video games became a thing, you could actually see them all. You could play some of them. It was amazing to mm-hmm. me. I saw what a Sega Genesis looked like for the first time at a Toys R Us. 
was awesome. Went by Jimmy Evans's house. He was an older kid in our neighborhood, and he had Altered Beast. Oh, that on game. Sega. That was, okay, and it was, you know, you're a little, you're a, a kid, so you used to playing like Mario and stuff like that. All of a sudden, you see characters transforming into werewolves. That did something for you. It, well, it's also like just grown up. It's shocking realism. Now, if you go and look at it now, <laughs> but I mean, at the time, yeah, right. right. When you go from eight bit to sixteen bit. Mm-hmm. That was like opening up your eyes for the first time. Oh, dude. When I went to my buddy Jared's house, I think I was probably in f- uh, fifth or sixth grade, and he had Doom for the PC. Yeah. Uh, if people don't remember, Doom was like when it first came out, because it, it was a first-person shooter. You'd walk around. But again, these are pixelated. Nothing looked like a real human, no, basically, no, or a, a monster. A, a game. But there were these monster things that would come at you, and in Doom, you shoot them right and so you hit the button you shoot it and what would barely look like a monster would turn into a pile of squares but in the brown and black and green pile of squares you would see trickles of red squares which was blood Mm -hmm. or sometimes it'd be red and pink like you oh man he exploded look he's laying there but it didn't look like anything i don't have a big tolerance for blood and guts and i watched this and thought yeah this looks like a bunch of you know red and pink squares but I remember the feeling I had when it was like, do you want to play Doom? And I'm like... Well, it was probably an element of danger, oh too. Oh, my gosh. I'm you gonna... know if your mom ever caught you oh, sure. playing Doom, she'd kill you. This was the thing, though. I remember hearing about it on the news, like, kids are playing Doom. What else are they going to do? And it's like, well, what else are they going to do? Nothing. They're on, a, they're on a personal computer playing a game that looks like nothing. But yet, then that was the whole, like, oh, my gosh, be careful if your kids play Doom. So I thought... What am I opening myself up to when I play this game? And then I found out it was it was just fun. And I never ended up going in. Uh, you're going to find this shocking. Committing mass murder, Mike. That was now. It wasn't the video games that would have done that. To yes, me. there's uh, there's other things that factor into that. That's too. right. Yeah. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. 971thefan.com. Which movie are you more interested in seeing? Barbie, Oppenheimer, both or neither? I know you want to see both. I'm playing, and we're going to try to see them hopefully in the next few weeks. We're going to try to get out there and do the, the Barbenheimer. Or I would, I'll, I'll tell you what, critics are slobbering over both of these. Yeah. They, I mean, re- they really like them. They're two very different movies, clearly. But I don't know which one. I, don't, I know you're not going to go to the movies. No. But if you had to watch them back to back, as people are doing the, the Barbenheimer, whatever they're calling that, would you go see Barbie first and then Oppenheimer? Or get the three-hour... We just created the Adam well, Bomb if, movie if out of the if way. If you're going to do it, I think you end with the more lighthearted of the two. See, that's exactly where I went. But I've read a lot of people who say, and I think Chops is of this persuasion. I think he's doing it this weekend. They're going to see Barbie first and then go see three hours of Oppenheimer. Okay, I feel like that right. would be like, oh, that was a lot of fun. Well, let's get some dinner and prepare. You know, for the for this horrible <laughs> thing we're about to... I mean, not horrible, but you know, no, like it's, a, it's a hard it. movie to watch. I would think after you get out of Oppenheimer, then it's like Barbie World, and you're like, all right, this could be fun. I right, listen to me. Fat asses out there. We need a government investigation into something. It involves fast food. Do not miss the next segment. It's very important. Tell all your friends. Because there's stuff going on in this country I had no idea. All the problems that you think we have... Mm. right yeah watch the news you see a lot of problems this right here what i'm about to tell you is worse oh that is next 
Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic is sponsored by Discover. We are still working two separate crashes, one over in Franklin, Franklin, I should say, southbound 270 at US 33, the other over in Sunbury along northbound 71 before US 36. That one slows from about 270, so just be careful as police are working the situation. Speaking of slowdowns, a 13-minute backup eastbound US 33 starting from Refugee over to Ebright. You're looking at to add seven minutes into your drive eastbound on 70. That's between James over to Bryce. And it's a little slow on the eastbound side of 270 as well from State Route 315 as you make your way over to 71 North. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone 614-787-3093. We need a full government investigation. Okay. Look, let's let's do that. If, if they're going to spend their time on name, image, and likeness and all this other stuff, this also affects the human population. All right? Okay. Read this to you. This is from CBSNews.com. Reputable news source. Of course. Unless Dan Rather is working there. Of course. An image of a McDonald's menu this week went viral because people couldn't believe the prices depicted. Twitter user Sam Lerner says he snapped the photo at a McDonald's located in Darien, Connecticut at a rest stop. In the photo, a Big Mac combo meal, I like how they say, with fries and a soft drink. As if we don't know what a Big Mac combo meal is. Well, maybe like Jennifer Aniston is reading and she has no idea what a combo meal is. She didn't read this story, I'm guessing, when she saw McDonald's in the headline, but go ahead. All right, now this is the the regular size. This is not the large size of the Big Mac meal. What do you think the price of this was? I mean, it's a rest stop, so I'm going to say 12 bucks. $12. $12. Yeah, that's okay. right. Sounds about right. $17.59. Uh, other combo meals, like a quarter pounder with bacon and cheese, are priced at eighteen ninety nine oh in the my, photo. Oh, my Lord. Menu prices for many restaurants are often higher on delivery apps than in the store. On Grubhub, a Big Mac combo meal from that same Darien location will set you back $21.59 if you order... On Grubhub, okay, twenty one fifty nine. I'm not okay. I'm not saying your your point you're about to make is right, and I, I I feel like I know where you're going with this, and that is the rent is too damn high when it comes to fast food prices. Is that right? Are we are we on that track? Where we're it, it's getting ridiculous. It I is, mean, this it is the definition of fast food is food for the everyman. Yeah. Okay. You you you're working hard. You go out. You hit a drive through. 
That's what you do. Maybe it's not the healthiest option for you, but it's always been a more economical choice if you're going to buy your lunch out. Obviously, make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at home. It's much cheaper. I get it. I don't need the lecture. But if you're out and you want something quick and fast and presumably cheap, yeah, it is ridiculous that we're talking about $18 for a fast food combo. Dude, if I went to a local artisan, you know, farm to table type place and they said, you know, as part of our quirky menu, We've decided to make a few fast food staples, but with our spin on it, right? And they said, rather than a Big Mac and fries at McDonald's, we've made our own in-house, you know, Big Mac type sandwich with two burger patties and a bun. And then that was served with their artisan fries that are hand cut every day by a woman who reads like vegan poetry to Fine. them before that. Well, whatever, I get if it. If they charged 18.99, I we would all say, "Well, that's kind of ridiculous, 18.99 for a burger and fries." Even at the artisan place, you would say, "That's a bit much. It's just it's just a burger and fries. This isn't even that. This is McDonald's McDonald's. Not someone's bougie attempt at McDonald's. It's McDonald's." And by the way, why should a rest stop gouge you on prices? Well, you I I said that having been Someone who's driven the Pennsylvania Turnpike more times than I, know, I care I, to admit. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. That, it's, that, it's acceptable because it's at a rest, rest stop? Well, this is why. Because where else? It's, it's Phil Castellini. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? It's, it's, they pay an exorbitant amount, I'm sure, to be the franchise on that rest stop on the Turnpike. Because if you get off the Turnpike, you got to pay a fee. So if you stay on the Turnpike, you can stay on as long as you well, want. Well, you know what I would do then if I'm McDonald's, this big corporation... I'd say we're not going to do that to our customers. We just won't be in the rest stop. I know. Here, well, here you go, Burger King. Take, I know, the, take the rest stop. Turnpike. I'm telling. I'm. I'm saying that was the other thing I had with the delivery app, where they said if you get delivery, who's getting delivery from the Turnpike? What kind of idiot are you? All right, well, how about this? How about this? But that. But again, that all aside, it's still literally highway slash turnpike robbery for them to take eighteen ninety nine for a Big Mac burger and fries. Get out of here. Uh, some social media users were outraged by the post. Some compared the Darien prices to McDonald's in their area. One person tweeted, checking my local McD's in the Bay Area. Oh, God. Number one Big Mac meal is 1048, which, by the way, still expensive, still expensive, but that's 70 percent less than the rest stop. I don't think it's that seems 70 percent, isn't it? I don't think I know how math works, but... I don't know how math works. Half either. of 18 is not uh, yeah, 10. I don't know. Who, who, so that'd be 50%. Yeah, that's me. Okay, anyway. It's being, me being it's, still, it's still a lot. It's still... It's a lot less. You're right. Um, a freestanding McDonald's location in Stamford, about 10 miles from Darien, a Big Mac meal with fries and a soft drink is eleven seventy nine. Still outrageous. How is... For one meal, you... My standard used to be... Am I, when I would look at, and this is, you know, I don't like this mentality. I've, I've adopted this in my head. I've internalized it. But if I go to a fast food place and I would spend more than $10, I used to say, okay, Fatty McGee, we need to calm down. That would be where I knew, because used to be, I'm talking not 20 years ago, not back when I was banging. I'm saying two or three years ago, if I go to a fast food place and I get a burger, fries, drink, maybe a dessert, 
maybe an extra little snacky for on the way home before I eat the full meal. That would be the time where it might cross over into double digit dollars. And then I would say, all right, I've done too much. That, that was a really fat ass move on my part. Now I, I have barely been able to go to a restaurant that does burger fry drink and order a medium or above for less than ten dollars. It's it's becoming an epidemic. I agree with you. Uh, McDonald's in Lee, Massachusetts, Lee, which is in the Berkshires. Where are those? Are those uh, that is the western part of the state? Are those near the Adirondacks? <laughs> are they near the Catskills? The Finger Lake? No, not region. the. the <laughs> Not the not the finger lakes. Just naming things that seem to be up that way. There's a website know. that I guess measures the prices of of items at different locations. Uh, of course, there is. Um, the McDonald's in Lee, Massachusetts, lists lists a Big Mac, just the sandwich, not okay. the not the combo, just the sandwich for eight dollars and nine cents. What the hell? This is not rest stop either. No, no, that's not rest stop perverts. That's like yeah, but. I'm still uh, that eight dollars for a Big Mac. Absurd. Absurd. Of course, it's absurd. I also don't understand how if the Big Mac is eight dollars, how did the Connecticut place get to eighteen dollars for the rest of it? I know that's not the same place, but I'm saying, what was their single Big Mac? Twelve dollars? No, the single Big Mac is eight twenty nine at the Darien place. At the Darien one, eight twenty nine. Well, fries cost you so like you're three spend, cents. You're spending to, an what, extra what ten dollars for fries and a drink for the cheapest stuff they make. The money's in the burgers. That's what I said. Don't we need some sort of investigation? Yes, right. I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know what the laws say about price gouging, but here's my thought. I don't I don't think you should be able to as a company I don't I, like we have to have something tied to like the regular free market, don't we? Of hey, if you go to the marketplace and go buy a pound of beef, yeah, it's like four or five bucks for a pound of beef. Or maybe it's six or seven bucks, depending on if you get the prime versus the you know, the fatty stuff, whatever. All I'm saying is, we know how much potatoes cost. We know how much oil costs. We know how much burgers cost. And yes, I know they have overhead and they got to pay people and all that. But it ain't. I'm telling you what, it ain't because people want whatever they want per hour that McDonald's is charging eighteen ninety nine for a Big Mac. Can you imagine? That is that is not because people want a little extra money in their pocket. It's because the people at the top are making hundreds of millions of dollars to say, you know what, let's bring back quarter pounders, but. Nacho cheese and jalapenos. Ah, then they get the golden parachute of fifty million dollars when they get fired a year later. I'm sure a lot of people are like me too. Is that you pull up to McDonald's and I don't even really look at the price. No, right? I just I know what I'm going to get, and so I I get that, and then I get my total, and that's it. Or I order on the app, and it's there for me. But can you imagine? Because people probably just pull up to this rest stop and say, "Ah, oh, give me a number one and a number two, and then the cashier comes back and says, "That'll be fifty four dollars." I, to no, feed your family of I three. I can't. Can you imagine the vitriol that they get back on the speaker? You're right. It's unfair to the workers, too. Right. They're just saying, hey, man, you ordered the food. The prices I, are sorry. there. That's, it's the price. I'm, that's the most ridiculous. I agree with you, but that's, that's what it is. I'm I sorry. Could, I could see someone, a polite way of doing that. I could see someone genuinely ordering that food, not looking at the prices when they go, all right, that'll be $54, saying, hold on. Did you think I ordered two of everything? I ordered one of these meals for three people. No, I'm no. That's that's what that is. They're eighteen bucks a piece. Explain something else to me. I'll try. Popeyes is now selling its own version of the viral girl dinner trend. 
with a variety of sides that make a meal, including mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, Cajun fries, coleslaw biscuits, and red beans with rice, which is all the sides they have. I don't know why they said a variety of sides. That is what they it's have. all of their sides. At Popeye's. Apparently, this is a thing on TikTok with girl dinner. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I mean, you're on the you're on the talk I'm all the on, time. I'm on TikTok, but I don't know. I don't know what a girl dinner. I don't know what that Unlike is. Unlike a traditional combo deal, this promotion consists of side dishes that have to be ordered individually. The special girl dinner tab is only available on Popeye's website, and the price varies depending on how many sides are ordered. So this, to me, says girls don't like the chicken; they just want all the sides. Let me tell you something. I got two girls at home. All right. Yeah. One's 40, one's six. I'll tell you right now, if I go home and say, hey, girls, guess what? I went to Popeye's. I didn't get you any chicken, but I got you all these side dishes. You would see this fat ass running from the house as they chase me with forks. <laughs> Where's my chicken? <laughs> well, what do you mean? This Popeye said, this is what you like. This is the girl dinner. Yeah. It would right. be like Van Helsing going into Dracula's castle. You know, it's interesting. So I, I did look this up really quick to see what it is. Uh, this started, I guess, back in May. A video was posted by TikTok user Olivia Marr, where she said uh, a girl came on here and said how, like in medieval times, peasants had to eat nothing but bread and cheese and how awful that was. And I was like, that's my ideal meal. I call this girl dinner or medieval peasant. So she then told the New York Times, because, of course, that's what happens. You say something on Twitter, a billion people like it. And then the New York TikTok, Times are interested. And now the, the New York Times is like, yeah, uh, tell us about girl dinner. So then in this interview, she says, we love eating that way. And it feels like such a girl dinner because we do it when our boyfriends aren't around. We just eat bread and cheese and we don't have to have what's called a typical dinner. So this is just somebody's idea of this that went. I mean, a lot of people agreed with her and said, yeah, that's what I do, too. Okay, fine. Whatever. I wouldn't call it girl dinner, but... I'm telling you, if I go to Popeye's and don't get any chicken for my girls, then I become dinner. Well, no, but you're going to fry some sort of meat, old man. So I get in the pot. You would be up for girl dinner. What she actually originally said, Popeye's well, is doing yeah, their version uh, of it. Right, if it was just, right. hey, bread and cheese and that's it. Yes, that's... That's, that's a dinner that's for not you. That's girl dinner. That's just food. Yeah, Have right. good food. Exactly right. All right. I hate everything. I Steve Young has a new job. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic is sponsored by Staples Stores. It remains jammed up along southbound 270 at US 33. As a result of that earlier collision, still out there, still off to the left berm. Same goes with northbound 71 before US 36. But some good news, it is in the clearing stages, but you're still dealing with those backups at around 270. Speaking of slowdowns, we're looking at 70 east side. You've got pockets of slowdowns anywhere from Hamilton to 270. And again, it gets slow from about Mound over to State Route to 315. And then you've also got like a 25-minute delay time. US 33, it is like literally at a complete stop eastbound. So pack your patience between refugee as you try and get to Ebright. Staples has big savings on everything you need for school. And right now, save up to $250 on select computers. At Staples, school savings are always in session. In-store only. Offer ends July the 29th. See an associate for details. School on. Save on at Staples. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. 
All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. I have a very important question to ask. Oh? But before I ask that question, T-Bone's going to get you wet. Well, Mike, the the people at Connecticut like to say the way water should be. That's what they try to do for you. That's what they try to do for everybody in their house. That's what they do for me in my house. I have the K5 drinking water station. We have the Premier Series water softener. Had it in our house for over three years now, and it is awesome. We work with Connecticut. You'll love your Connecticut system when you get it in your house because you will love how it gets the funk out of your water. That's what I like to say. Find out what's in your water and how to get the funk out of it by calling 800-444-1387, 800-444-1387, or go to ConnecticutColumbus.com. Connecticut Water Systems. Get the funk out of your water. All right, tonight, about 6.30, is when the Home Run Derby starts over at Huntington Park. It is the Cardale Jones Celebrity Softball Game. Mm-hmm. Timmy Hall and Matt Andrews on the call. Catch all the action right here on the fan. Uh, Timmy has asked, and he will join us for Crosstalk live from the park, for some home run calls. Oh, yeah. I mean, last year he dropped a Tarek El Musa on us, <laughs> per my request. Which, which no one gets other than you and I don't him, care. That's it's just fine. funny. You're right. And I think this year, and he has to do it in the cadence. Solana Papadia. Yeah, he can't go in there with... Solana Papadia. No, no, we got to do Solana Papadia. That's right. I love that. I love it. So that's six thirty tonight. Timmy will join us. Talk about it coming up in about. And I can't do math. What is it? Forty minutes? Yeah, thereabouts. By the way, forty-five minutes. Uh, that is the color of Timmy Hall's shorts he's wearing today. Loud. Solana Papadia. Yes, very, very loud. Teddy just said he saw him on Ten TV looking like a douche. You know what? I love those shorts. I told him when he came in. I said, Timmy. Those shorts are great. They get high marks from me. You're going to hear about it from man. I didn't say anything. You didn't? No. I'm surprised. I didn't say a damn word. I'm surprised. But you you thought. I, I thought <laughs> as soon as I saw him. As soon as I saw him, I thought. Good. Yes. Good for you. But I did not say. Well, you know what? That's nice of you. What a friend you are. What a way to be a friend. Well, what I did say is, no sweatpants today? Because he's usually my partner uh, in crime right. no sweatpants. on sweatpants Friday. But then he said, no, I got to go out to the thing. I said, oh, of course. You're going to be outside. It's going to be too hot. Mm-hmm. If you just yeah, you wear can't, the sweatpants, you can't wear sweatpants so outside. Instead, he decided to wear the loudest pair of shorts I love ever. It. They're great. If Ed Hardy made shorts, it would look like this. You know what? That's the Hawaiian shirt I want. Is something that looks like those shorts. But Although, you can't know. See, you can go loud on the on the shirt, but if you go loud on the pants too, that's too much. No, no, loud. no. I want to go base shorts, loud top. Yes, that's what I want. Yes. You know what? Uh, so Maddie Andrews, who's going to also be calling the games out there. Yeah. He's going to be doing the play by play. He has a very wonderful Hawaiian shirt that features the Ohio state logo along with what looks like a parrot looks like some flowers. And I detect some pineapples. Oh yeah. I detect some upside right pineapples and some upside down pineapples so that is the swingers symbol that's, that's what they, i've been told you go to the grocery store you put an upside say. down pineapple in your cart mm-hmm. people so, will approach you with lotions and they'll I, say which way to the waterbed i don't i want to i want to know how true it is i want to know i've never been approached i've been putting upside down pineapples all over my cart nothing ever happens yeah. so we got to wants to swing with might us. just might just be me uh i had i said i had a question for you what's the question and i have forgotten it 
Oh, great. Did you need me to fix something or explain something to you? Wasn't that the thing? Or is that a different thing? I Did I already explain the thing I was going to explain to you? What were you going to explain to I me? Don't, you said I need you to explain something to no, me. No, I know. And I, I, I have a question for you. Okay, but you don't know what it is. And now I've forgotten. Well, that's what that's it was. Tremendous. Good stuff. I have nothing. Mm. Same this here, is This is going to be... Teddy, I can't do the rest of this segment. Because well, it's, it's going to bother me. Why didn't you write down... I don't know. Because I, I, this doesn't usually happen. Where I forget within two minutes what I was going to say to you. I'll do the Steve Young story. Maybe it'll jog my memory. Okay, let's go. Uh, Steve Young has been let go over at ESPN. He was on the Monday Night Football coverage. He has a new job. He will work as an assistant coach for Menlo School's girls flag football team this upcoming fall. The California school announced this week. All right. So his two daughters go to this school, senior and a freshman. They are expected to play for the team. All right. Well, that's, I mean, that's, what do you want him to do? That's fine. Nothing. Looks looks good. No, I'm saying that makes sense to me. I that mean, he's got all the money he needs. He's got all the money. He's done the whole NFL thing and, of course, has been on TV for many years now, and now that's over. So he probably now has time for the first time in, a, in his career to say, yeah, I, I can do a little bit of coaching with the kids. And, oh, look, my kids play this sport, and they have a team at their high school. Great. Nothing wrong with that. Love it. I can't remember. I'm supportive. Well, I got some tweets for you if you want from people tweeting us. Okay. Uh, I also, yes, I have not forgotten. I was going to remind T-Bone um, that one of his least favorite people is dead. Oh, God. Tony Bennett has He's died. He's not my least favorite T-Bone. T-Bone hates him. He I actually called him. me today and said, thank God I don't. that I old not do. Alzheimer's geezer That's not anything. is finally dead. I never said anything like this. I can't like wait this. to protest his funeral. I <laughs> Oh, what a piece funeral. of crap. <laughs> God. How horrifying the people would do that to Tony Bennett. No, nope. Tony Bennett. People would do that to like the, the I know the war people. I know they did. The, the West, war those people. You, you know what I mean? The war people. I know exactly what oh, you are mean. Are you a war veteran? No, I'm a war person. I'm a war people. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the Westboro Baptist Church. That's that, right. That's that would, they would do of. a lot of that stuff. Now, Tony Bennett, my, my only reason that you're even saying this about me is because. You, you hate him. No. Because years ago, I had said, I don't really get it because he doesn't really sing. He more or less talks over his songs. And you pointed out to me, of course, that's, yeah, in more recent years, that's what he's done. But he obviously is one of the great crooners of all time, one of the great singers of all time. Mm. But I just was saying, that's you fine. Said, but you, I remember Not you saying style. to me, that's, you didn't say that. Yeah, I did. You said, I can't believe, I don't believe you. I wish he was dead. I did. <laughs> I wish he would forget all of his family members and then pass away. Why would I care? That's what you said to me. Teddy Teddy heard it too, right? Teddy, I didn't say it. Ted, come on. Teddy heard it. Yeah, because it was right around the time he was singing with uh, Billy Joel at the concert. And he said, you know, Tony's dead. He actually wished both of him. I I can't wait until Billy dies. Teddy, this is not the time to wrap his car around a tree again (laughs) and dies. Teddy, this is not the time to be yes-anding with him. I didn't actually do any of that. Hey, man, if I'm going to get blamed for Bo Schembechler, I'm blaming you for Tony Bennett. I mean, you wished death on him, and then he I died. I didn't wish death on him. I made fun of him, uh-huh. and then he had the audacity oh. to die. That's right. Michigan Week, he died. Him. Yeah. Yeah, way to put all the attention on you, Bo. When, did, when was the last time I made fun of Tony Bennett or talked about him at all? And that Off was the air? Every day. <laughs> what? Actually, you have a Tony Bennett advent death calendar at your desk. 
There was a little I, treat behind again, today's door when you the, opened it. You know, and I know, the audience knows. You're my guy, Tony Bennett. The audience knows if anyone has an advent death calendar about anyone, it's you. And you don't have a desk big enough this isn't about for me. all the advent death calendars you want. It's about you. <laughs> Tool of the week is next. I love you, Tony Bennett. Me too. I'm going to miss you. I do. I miss him. All right. You miss him already. I don't miss his music. You miss hating him. I miss his... See? There you go. You can't... See? See? Now you're doing air quotes. What do you mean? I didn't do any any air quotes. You're you're digging the dead guy. How could you even hear air quotes? You're digging at him. He's not even in the ground yet. I didn't dig at him at all. I said, I miss him. Hmm. I miss him a lot. Tool of the week is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. New crash to tell you about traffic sponsored by Discover. It's along Broad Street right near Rose Hill. Don't know what lanes are blocked. Maybe at that intersection, we will keep you posted. Two earlier fender benders now being cleared out. The first one, uh, you've got... Excuse me, it literally just cleared out, so I'm just going off of stuff. Sorry about that. Southbound 270 between Livingston over to 70 East Split. We've got slowdowns out there, and we're looking at a good 12-minute delay. U.S. 33 eastbound from Refugee as you make your way over to Ebright. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies, your downtown home for barbecue, happy hour, and soccer. Yeah. Ready to go? Yeah. All right. Pauly T-shirt says, my subpar Krispy Kreme locations. Chub! My tool of the week is definitely my wife. She woke me up because I was snoring. I guess if we both can't sleep, then neither of us should sleep. Usually she sleeps in. So I woke up the kids, sent them into our room, and left for work. Good for Good you, buddy. Good luck with all that. Good for you, buddy. By the way, Pauly T-shirts, the prize is not 20% off a divorce attorney. But if it was, I'd give it to you. Uh, Quentin says, my guys. Too hot! My tool of the week is my fiance, the esteemed Dr. Abby, for dragging me to a pickleball game the other night. Look at that. T-Bone, the intensity of some of these people makes me understand why you hate it so much. You're damn right. This is not a Grand Slam event, Nadal. Chill TF out. Chill the F out. There's another way to say that. Jordan Space Game! Says, my guys. Go to hell! My tool of the week is my friend Mike. He's turning 37 today. He's basically Kramer. Sex without dating and no full-time job must be nice. I bet he's going to fantasy camp next. Hashtag GTH. Hashtag Kramer. And then he tweeted at Mitch Fudge. Who's Mitch Fudge? Like one of our other people who tweets at us from time to time. Maybe maybe that's that's, Mike. Maybe that's Mike. Mitch? Mitch. Maybe it's a hint. Oh. (laughs) Thank you. Urban's Little Meyer says, my guys. You got them all hot. Thank you. 
My tool of the week is all of us for letting Bone dupe us. What He's always bragging about touching rim back when he was banging. Then dropped on us last week that he could put his toe slash foot in his mouth back then, too. I now think we've been thinking the wrong rim the entire time. <laughs> Although Bone told us that even if he could... I wouldn't. He would not. No. Which I don't believe that I for a second. I wouldn't do it. No, I'm sorry. I don't believe you. I don't have any desire. To I, don't, I don't believe you. Right. I think that any guy who had the opportunity to at least once to see what it was like, mm. pleasure himself. How would the... What do you... I mean... No, I'm not going to ask for any more. O-R-A-L. <laughs> Your favorite pitcher from the Dodgers. That was spelled differently. It was O-R-E-L. Who are we talking about? Oral Hershiser. Nomar Garcia. No, I'm just kidding. That's not even a pitcher. Not, not a pitcher. No, no, no. Not, not a pitcher. I don't know why I said that. I would Nomar myself, though. <laughs> Excuse me, son. Are you Garcia parrying yourself? <laughs> yes, I am. And I've torn my hamstring while yeah, doing it, yeah. just like Nomar. That's right. Chad Hanks says, my jagweeds. The great coaches that we have at Nashville. Tools this week are Man and Bone and Timmy for resharing that lovely tongue action going oh, on with Dan Snyder and Ric Flair. It's a pee-pee. Pretty sure the Dan Snyder pick sharing on Twitter was photoshopped, but Jeez. still funny. Well, you know what? Flair AF. one's not. Hashtag GTH. Uh, no, and the Dan Snyder one is not either because that one, I, I am convinced that is not photoshopped. That is real. Okay. He forgot uh, the second hashtag on there. Oh. <laughs> well, hashtag GTH, hashtag more. <laughs> it did get a hashtag. Good job. Mwah. Good job, Chet. Uh, BG says, hello. Who is your daddy and what does he oh, do? Oh, you know what? Actually, hello? I regret, you know, that's the one thing I don't like about not taking calls that we can't play the hello game. Mm-hmm. And we had somebody who actually played the hello game, and yeah. I ignored it. So give it to me again. Hello? 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 My tool of the week is the queen. Big Hello. sporting events going on across the pond, and we get no updates from her with tennis grunting. Could have made Ted's job for the weekend show a lot easier. Hashtag GTH. Well, hold on a second. She was here today. She was here today. Maybe he sent this before she appeared today. And she did show up. Again, in our soccer previews from yesterday. Mm-hmm. So she did make some appearances with... Maybe he's talking about events. Wimbledon. Is Wimbledon still... Yeah, no, I guess. It, it was. It was. Last oh, week. and we didn't do last it. Last couple oh, weeks, and that's she didn't right. show didn't, from That's Wimbledon. right. We did not do that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Jeffrey said, my guys. Rude and sexy! My tool of the week is my district manager who decided to come in today and critique every little detail about everything. You don't work in this store. Stay in your lane, bro. My trophy of the week goes to Common Man for his queen impression. Makes me giggle. I didn't know we were doing trophy of the I, week. I, never, I don't think we are, I'll, but I'll I, take it. That's nice. I'll take him. some positivity. You know what? Just, I mean, Bones killing Tony Bennett. I can take a uh-huh, little positivity right. over here. Deanna Ray, not Leanna Ray, says, my guys. She came up and kind of slapped it and touched it like that. My tool of my... What? That's who. My tool of the week is my stupid neighbor and her stupid chickens. They're loose all the time and crap all over the sidewalk. Go to jail. I'm in chicken hell. You know what? When I got into this business, I hope someday I would utter a line as poetic as, I'm in chicken hell. Chicken hell. Yeah. Taddy Waters says, my guys. Tell them about it, Jojo. My tool of the week is you, Mike, and Timmy for pronouncing North Berwick as North Berwick. It's actually pronounced North Berwick. The W is silent, when did like we say the W this? in the Cleveland Browns season. Ha, ha, ha. Funny. I don't actually, I don't what know. What is this from? I don't even know where, I don't remember ever referencing North Berwick. But sure, North Berwick. I'm sure, I, I'm sorry that we got it wrong. My bad. 
Uh, Chip Dip says, my guys. I want me some glory hole. My tool of the week is this poison ivy or poison oak or whatever that has covered my arms and legs for the past 10 days. I've applied tons of bleach and cal... Bleach? Tons of bleach and calamine with you, few results. You put bleach on it? Someone... <laughs> don't listen to this guy. Someone told me gasoline would also dry the poison. What the hell? So no, don't do this. He said Someone I might... Someone told me if I lit a match and... He said I might light my skin on fire tomorrow. See ya and GTH. Don't do that. No, don't do that. No. Don't do... You should, though, put some toothpaste on your sacky. We learned that today. Yeah. By the way, I did have someone tweet at me today and said the Solana Papadilla thing has run its course. Okay. Too much of that. All right. Okay. With that in mind, I read the next tweet. Chris says, my Solana Papadillas. My tool of the week is our company's factory in Vietnam. We have to send them raw materials so they can make stuff. They say some of the item counts that we send are not correct, including sealed cases that we get from a supplier. Go U.S. Women's National Team. Beat Vietnam badly. All right. Chris is not happy with his uh, supplier of the factory. He doesn't like Vietnam. Okay. Uh, Chewbacca says, my beefy crunch burritos. Oh, yes. I've always wanted to be described that way. My tool of the week is myself for planning my day and travel while listening to you guys on 97.1 The Fans app. I live in Nashville, so the weather and traffic reports are completely irrelevant. I need to GTH. Well, I mean, that's fair. It's on you. I get it. Barbara Mandrell's prunes. Yes. Says, my dance nighter penis tongues. But he's sort of much more erect. Couldn't have picked a better soundbite. My tool of the week is me. Went to Taco Bell today and they got my order wrong on an astronomical level. I was pissed off for quite a while before I realized I hadn't fully appreciated the gravity yeah, of the what, situation. What, what was the order? Well, he doesn't say, but oh. he does says this is my first ever What's in the bag? What's in the bag? GTH. That's right. Did you get more than you ordered though? I don't know. He said he got they got it wrong on an astronomical level. So I, I assume that means you got yeah, a, a disproportionate this amount is, of this food. This is what I say about Taco Bell. You either like all of Taco Bell or you like none of Taco Bell. There's nothing Taco Bell yeah. can give me in the bag where I say, this is, I can't eat this. Right. I don't like it. You may not like it as much as some other things I they have. I get that. Maybe it's not what you ordered. You had a taste for something specific. You didn't get it. But if you like some Taco Bell, you like all Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ryan says, my idiots. My tool of the week is former fan employee Tony Castricone for providing Common Man with endless hours of rhetorical question answering. Sorry. Hashtag GTH. All right. We, we're, we well, I got, one, I got one last one. Okay. Tell me when it's done, says my guys. My tools of the week are the guys who hang around my local basketball court. My friend accidentally hit one of them with the ball after a missed shot, and they beat him up. His mom got so scared for his safety, she sent him away to live with his auntie and uncle in Bel Air. All right, you, you sucked me in on that. You sucked I'm me so, in. I'm so glad we kept that going for that one. That was a good one. Who do we want to give this to? I don't care. You know what? I will, uh, I will say Quentin, who hates pickleball like I do. Congrats, Quentin. You win. You say goodbye, and I say hello. <laughs> that was the queen just popped up out of nowhere. Hey, whoa! Hey, sorry to Spotify in advance. That was a little tiny thing. I know. It's I'm a just, four trying, I'm just trying to make sure we talk over it, so no one gets Spotify excited and about tired it. Jeez. Of them. Kiss my ass, Spotify. Yeah, that's right, Spotify. Fifty dollars. Like kiss my ass. I like that. That's good. Do more of that. Who are you? Who are you being? Whatever now? you were just doing, kiss my ass, Spotify. You're just mumbling. It's not like stuff. Jim Tom Sula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Winner gets $50 gift card to Pecan Petties. I wish we had some Jim Tom Sula right now. We don't. I know. We got to go. I know. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. One sore spot we are working on. Traffic sponsored by Taco Bell. Broad Street right near Rose Hill. That earlier wreck still out there is still being dealt with. A lot of slowdowns on the freeways. We're looking at eastbound 670. It is a bumper-to-bumper issue from State Route 315 to 3rd. On the westbound side of 670, you've got from 71 to 3rd. And Rib and Jazz Fest happening right now at Bicentennial Park. So expect heavier than normal traffic volumes in and around the area. With a Chalupa Supreme, BV5 Layer Burrito, Crunchy Taco, Cinnamon Twist, and Medium Drink, Taco Bell's $5 Cravings Box is packed as ever and $5 as ever. Get one at Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. While supplies last, you do need to contact store for price and participation, which vary. Drinks excludes freezes, and of course, taxes do apply. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine. He is live from Huntington Park for the Cardale Jones Celebrity Softball Extravaganza. Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Hello. Hello, you guys. Uh, what, what the hell is this? I, I don't know what this is. All right. We're ready to go, man. How are you guys back at the studio? Oh, fantastic. There's nobody here. The mm. booze cart is out. Mm-hmm. I did see you on the 10 TV live shot. You did? I did with your loud shorts with uh, yeah. King trying to do... I don't know what the hell you were doing. Were you acting like a third base coach? Well, here's the thing. Adam you know, had a second wireless mic. He said he wanted to include me in the, their little stand-up shot for the 5 o'clock news. Yeah. And then, like Adam would, when I got out there, he sabotaged me and said that it was broken and said that I couldn't talk. I see. Oh, good. Yeah. So I just kind of, he just wanted me to stand out there in the outfield and, and look like a like a person. So you're going to be calling the, the home run derby tonight with Matt Andrews. Last year, we told you to yell out, I told you to yell out Tarek El Musa and it sounded like this. So it's a 1-0 count, one out as Boom Heron digs in. Oh, sends this one out. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Tarek El Musa, way out. Home run, Boom Heron. So I'm here for yeah. some more ideas this year. Are you ready? Yeah, you've got some ideas for me? Yes, I think that uh, you should do a Solana Papadia just like that. Okay, okay. okay. Three, two, count. Sawyer swings. Solana Papadia. No, 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 no. High, to be. high pitch has to be. Solana Papadia. Home run. That, that's right. The other thing I think would work for you, you need something that's going to stick out, right? We always remember, you know, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow night in the, the greatest home run calls of all time. We remember we'll those calls, right? Night. Yeah. We want yeah. people to be coming away from this event saying, that Timmy Hall. I'm going to remember him for the rest of my life. So I want you to do something for me, okay? Okay, okay. I'm listening. When it's hit high, 
Yeah. And it's hit far, and you think it's going out. You just <laughs> yell at the top of your lungs, Hitler had some good ideas. No, don't. I would not do that. <laughs> I would not recommend that. People will remember you always, I would Timmy. Not reme- I would not recommend that, Timmy. Gonna, <laughs> you will live gonna forever. Jump, just going to jump in right here You'll and interject. You'll be immortal, Timmy. Say, probably not oh, the idea man. you're going for there. Probably not that. Timmy, no. do you have any other uh, shows you like to watch on TLC? Is that where the Terracon Musa thing was from? No, what that's show not was on that? TLC. That's yeah, on yeah, HGTV. No. Oh, HGTV. On, I'm yeah, so sorry. On. They're so that, similar. That was back. That was back when uh, Mike and I enjoy Flip or Flop. We watched that show. Yeah. And uh, I think it was when Tarek and Christina were going through their thing. They had had a little oh, ugly separation. Right. So I that see. was kind of in the news. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Trying to think of what else has been in the news recently. We can get you to yell. I think I got a good one. I've I got this one in the hip pocket. You guys tell me if you like it. You know, Caden okay. Curry. He's at the plate. One one count. Oh my goodness! This one's going deep right. Dan Snyder's tongue. That's a home run. Dan Snyder's tongue. I like it. That's good. How about Dan Snyder's penis tongue? <laughs> you know what? I, I if know. you can I don't work know if in, shout that out. If here. you can work in penis tongue, great. But if just Dan Snyder's tongue, that's fine. We'll we'll take that. Mm-hmm. Is that it, Timmy? That's all you have for me. Yeah, I mean, I think we got a good game here. I'm watching all these guys take cuts. If I were going to put some odds on this game, that's what I'm trying to come up with, odds. I don't know if I can give minus money to either team, but I would go with the former players because these are the dudes that would usually end their playing career and then start playing softball more consistently. So I'm seeing maybe some better play consistently. So maybe like a plus 120 for the current, or or I'm sorry, the former Buckeyes. We're calling them the Buckeye greats today. And maybe a plus 410 for the current Buckeyes. Right. So oh, wow. uh, we got some big-time players out here, though. It's going to okay. be fun. All right, thank you, Timmy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, boys, see you at 6. Buckeyes show, top of the hour. Then it's the Cardale Jones Celebrity Softball Extravaganza starting with the Home Run Derby at 6.30 where Timmy will yell out things about Dan Snyder's tongue and possibly Hitler. <laughs> not. <laughs> back, not not going to yell that. Back page coming up. <laughs> The Back Page with Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Well, man, an Australian sailor was out at sea. He left from Mexico and was headed out to... I forget where exactly he was going in the Pacific. Not to Australia, oddly enough. But, yo, he was going to French Polynesia, apparently. Uh, lost at sea, unfortunately, due to the fact that electronic equipment on his boat broke after a storm disabled that. So he was not able to return the boat to safety, nor was he able to cook. Him and his dog survived on this boat for three months with only raw fish to eat. They had to catch the fish, I guess, and they would just eat it raw and that allowed them to survive well enough. Timothy Lindsay Shattuck, 40, or 55, 54 years old, sorry, uh, was in a precarious state when he was found, but he was located by a Mexican fishing ship. They found that he was 1,200 miles from the closest land. Oh. So he was just in a boat, survived for three months, dog survived too. Picture this guy. He does have quite the uh, you know castaway beard going on, but now he's doing well. The dog's doing well. They got everybody back and safe and sound. So that's a nice little story. Oh, good. Thank you, Bone. It's a good way to end the week. Common Man and T-Bone weekend's coming up tomorrow at 10 a.m. here on the, the channel. I don't know why I said it like that. The channel. 
here on the station, here Thank on the you. fan. You can also check your podcast feed. We'll be back next week. Have a good weekend. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Traffic is sponsored by Taco Bell as your commute wraps up. Not so much when it comes to issues out on the roads. Southbound 270 at US 33. Heads up, a crash involving a semi is on the left berm. Broad, and this is right near Rose Hill. That's another fender bender that is causing tie-ups. And remember, Jazz and Rib Fest happening now at Bicentennial Park. A lot going on there, so just expect heavier than normal traffic volumes, whether it's by car or whether it's by foot. With a Chalupa Supreme, beefy five-layer burrito, crunchy taco, cinnamon twist, and medium drink, Taco Bell's $5 cravings box is packed as ever, and $5 as ever. Get one at Taco Bell stores for a limited time only and while supplies last. Contact store for the price and participation, which do vary. Drinks excludes freezes, and of course, taxes apply. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.